hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome <laughs> to season 21, episode 4? Yeah. Or 4? Yeah. 4! Can it be? Of Happy Jack's Overview Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. I'm Jason. And this is Happy. Uh, we have a game convention coming up February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th at LAX Hilton Hotel, strategicon.net, if you'd like information about that. Uh, I've got, I'm running two games. I'm going to be running a Moment of Truth for Kids game, and I'm going to be running uh, Traveler... Mongoose Traveler 2nd Edition. Uh, both will be making characters during the game, so I don't have to do character creation. Mm. Nice. Yes. For prep, I just had to do the adventure. That's the best. Wait, what are you running? Uh, I'm running uh, actual playtests of Demigods, my mm-hmm. PBTA hack, uh, hopefully slated for publish- publishment, is what I was about sure. to say. Yeah. That's so a word. That's a, a word that writers... That, yeah. That's a word that writers <laughs> use. Um, so, cool. 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 cool, cool, I have uh, three sessions planned. It's basically going to be the same game, so don't sign up for me twice, because it's... I'm just going to do the same thing again. Right. But um, if you want to... Um, Answer the question: Are you a god? Uh, that's that's the with place a yes. Yeah, yeah. You say yes. Is this its uh, first like you know foray into like the world? Yeah, this is its first convention nice. uh, playtest. It's been in a lot of playtests at my house. Uh, Super fun. And a playtest here, which yes. is uh, up on the the YouTube's if you want to check that out. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a, it's a lot of fun. You play as the half mortal child of a god, and uh, nothing bad could happen. So nothing, <laughs> not, not a goddamn thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, sort of in the vein of uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's sort of like the the darker grown up version of oh, okay. a, of a Percy Jackson, or also sp- inspired by things like Moana, or mm-hmm. um, you know I- anything where you've got like a person imbued with uh, otherworldly powers pulls in all of the pantheons from around the world, any sort of belief system that you want to wade into. And you made one up, too, for, like, the the gods of... That's my favorite. Oh, am I not supposed to say that? (laughs) No, no, that's fine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I have an original pantheon, the Pantheon of Science, Mm -hmm. uh, which is... Does it blind you? uh, Well, that's a good (laughs) idea. It should. Blind you. Uh, But it it is uh, made up of a number of gods who resent their own existence... Um, because they don't think they should exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. So, uh, oh man, I want to be a cleric of this. <laughs> yeah. Please, please come and play. That's amazing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. My favorite thing. Um, <gasps> yeah. They they oh, they resent their own existence. Oh man, I want to write a comic book of that. Oh please do. That would oh, be God, it. fucking so awesome. <laughs> All right. I am I am running nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, a, not a goddamn thing. Are you going? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Sure. I take my kids now because they, after they went to one, Zachary went to one, told mm. Allie about it. She insisted on going as well, so now I take them every day. Okay. Well, I'll try not to swear a lot then. <laughs> 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 They're old enough to swear now. I, I did um, submit for the 13 and up, so it, it is like geared for teens if, okay. if they ever if they want to try my game. They probably okay. have other things they want to do, but. You never know. Yeah, <clears throat> you never know. Um, I know that uh, there's a games on demand is happening again. Also, and nice. on Sunday it's uh, geared for kids. Yeah, so I, w- I will I will send them there or go with them probably. Um, <clears throat> in this episode, this is a email heavy episode. Um, Marcus from Brazil can't find an open seat in a vampire tabletop game in Brazil. <laughs> heavy metal Jess sends some love for our nostalgia. We love Jess. Uh, Brandon from Ohio writes in to report on his teenager's game and has a question. Uh-huh. Joseph writes in with his take on 
agency versus emotion. Mm. Uh oh. The discussion from was that last week? Two weeks ago. No, last this is a little while ago. I've, I have feelings about this. How, okay. how long has the agency fucking discussion oh, yeah. been going on? Oh, yeah. It was going on before <laughs> I left. Right. Yeah. Well, this is a kind of the. the, the I'll, I'll give some background when, yeah, when yeah, we yeah, get yeah. to that. Uh, Taylor on writes in asking about scheduling. Um, oh, the worst. That is, that is what I am bad at. Right. I should, I should be quiet during that one. <laughs> uh, I won't, but I should. <laughs> Andreas from Sweden writes in about falling damage again and a player holding slavishly to their high concept in a fate game. And Zombie at Heart writes in with a GM and player win. But first. If you would like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're on social media. We are a lot. Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Instagram, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Facebook, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. So yeah. can we also be on anti social media? <laughs> you can like, run those. Like, <laughs> well, tribe's gone. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Oh, AOL. It's it a good one, yeah. I, I, that's pretty antisocial. I, I got a like ICQ. a parking page when I went to tribe.net. Uh-huh. It's like actually completely gone. Wow. It, it was hanging out there for a long time. Yeah. I'll have to I'll haul out my uh, Friendster account and uh, <laughs> set uh, that up. MySpace. Yeah. 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 Well, MySpace is still there and there's they still have a lot of daily what? uses. And they are still filthy. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. A lot of bands. Is a hive yeah. of scum and villainy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also we have a community. You can go to happyjacks.org slash discord to go to the discord channel and happyjacks.org slash forum to go to our forum. Yes. Um, you can find games there too. That's one of the big things a lot of people have been joining to find games of their own, both online and in person. Yes. There's a uh, find, a, find a group uh, virtual and there's a find a group physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people you generally post by location or city or something. Yeah. So. Uh, and if you want to watch the show live, you can watch us. We do the show on Friday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Go to slash live for that. Yep. And I think that is it. Is there any other announcements or anything else anyone has that they would like to mention? No. Right. We have new lights. Tell us we have new lights. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's also. We should turn the camera up so they can see. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't do that. I see the horror that is. No. <laughs> above. It's not horror. It's, it's not as bad as There it is was. nothing above it's actually this a lot less. space yes. right here. This is. <laughs> The top of the room that we're in. This right. is not bad at all. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, it was worse. It yeah. was, it was so, worse. There's actually a lot of stuff has been taken down. Because yeah, because we had a lot of lights, and Kimmy got these two lights. Yeah. The the uh, ceiling that we had at East Jesus, uh, which was the um, uh, artist commune that I used to run, was uh, about this high and was all records, and we had at least. 30,000 spiders in those. No. <laughs> just all our bases are all these perfect hidey holes for them. So you got over that? Uh, mm, I had to. Yeah, I bet. I had to. <laughs> now, if a spider, like, lands on me or something... You still lose your shit? No. Oh, you don't? Oh, no. But it's still like a... That's a big step. Well, yeah. But it's not like... <gasps> and run away. I, I don't think somebody should allow spiders to just crawl over them. No. You, that's, that's a normal response to yes. flick it off of you. Um... But yeah, so this, yeah, this is great. <laughs> All right. Nothing, nothing is actively going to fall on me. No, <clears throat> probably. No. All right. Uh, a big problem from Marcus in Brazil. Hello, Masters of Darkness. I'm Marcus from Brazil. Can do a Brazilian accent? I don't. I, ca- I can't do a Brazilian accent. <clears throat> uh, a big fan of Happy Jacks, especially Mode of Sin. You are the best. Thank you. Uh, now let me tell you about the problem that's taking place. I'm looking for tables to play Vampire the Masquerade. 
Then I joined in the biggest group of Vampire Masquerade Brazil in, in the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Posted to the group. I wanted to play. And never played in RPG tables. No reply to the post. In the last two months, I've seen lots of guys looking for tables and no answer to them as well. I made a new post asking why there's no tables open. Some people replied that they preferred to open the table to someone they know because they had a bad experience with unknown players who became angry or, weren't un- or were uncommitted with the game. Another group said that it's hard to find a table because the GMs uh, want prepared players to play, so they don't want newbies. Hmm. Calm down, he says. It's getting worse. I asked them how they select players. They described something like a job interview, Mm, questionnaires uh, about what you expect from the story, a discussion about the the brief of your character, and a one-shot experience to see if you fit in with the table. I want to be a GM because I have good ideas. Well, sounds like good ideas in my mind. But don't feel confident at this moment. Having experience only with the game Vampire, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. <laughs> is that oh, a, yeah, it's a video it? game. Yeah, oh, the, the video, video game. game. Oh, man. I spent lots and lots of hours that uh, puggy. Right. <laughs> uh, Vampire the Masquerade books and many hours of Moda Sin. I really need to play and feel how the, how the game goes. I know the... Uh, I should play another RPG game, but I want to play Vampire and don't see myself so excited about playing another RPG game at this point. What do you guys? What do you guys? What would you guys do in this situation besides crying? P.S. Oh. Watching Happy Jacks is good exercise for someone that is learning English like myself. Uh, I saw uh, many of the vocabulary <laughs> lessons in your conversations. And we have terrible yeah. vocabulary, by the way. But, yeah. but some we colorful vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fuckballs. Yeah. Fuckballs yeah. is a great word. Yeah. And you can just sprinkle that in wherever. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Right. We, we actually have, like, higher than average quality vocabulary, I think. We don't always pronounce everything correctly. <laughs> but, and sometimes it gets bad as we get drunk. So you're saying we have a high erudition qu- quotient? Exactly. So That's a very just... perspicacious uh, oh, observation. Oh, boy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Point me. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to drink. Be happy and awesome as always. Cheers. That's hard. That's rough. I understand why people are reluctant to have people come into their vampire yeah. And it Especially- sounds like some of these people have taken our advice about inviting new people and like doing a bit of an interview. Like we've told people to do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the idea of the interview, but I do, like, I think a one-shot to introduce someone to your group is a great idea, and the expectation is this is a one-shot, and if it doesn't fit, well, mm-hmm. then great. But you got to remember from the point of view of everyone at that table, it's like, it's almost a wasted game session. Like, if this doesn't work out, mm-hmm. then this is a game session where we have this stranger, and now that's not part of our story anymore, and we're going forward. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can always just treat that person as an NPC. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, yeah it's, it's not a huge imposition, but uh, yeah, I don't know about this whole interview I, thing. Um, I think you should just run a game. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You do not have to play yeah. a game to run a game, and yeah. if and if it sucks, you learn. 
Yep. And it sounds like people are so hard up for a GM. Yeah. That and you go like, "This is my first game. Do you want to play?" Yeah. Invite all these dudes who can't get into these games. Yeah. yeah. Go go on that Facebook group and right. say, Shake. "Hey, everybody shunned, come to my game. Right. And we'll all fuck it up together." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, and, now I can see also Vampire is a game in which. The, the like flavor of the game is really important. Yep. If everybody isn't taking it seriously, if you have one bruja who just wants to punch people, mm-hmm. like the entire like fucking brujas, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking brujas. Uh, <laughs> then it can it can ruin like your Elysium or or what have you. Right. You know, um, I've been in a bunch of LARPs that got ruined because people got flamethrowers. Oh yeah. Why? Why did they do that? <laughs> because game. Yeah. People. I don't know. I think you should have to make a what's what's the role called the fire role the uh, uh, oh, to oh frenzy the, yeah that stops you from frenzy I, I, yeah oh there's a specific fire one I think yeah Rorschach Rorschach yeah I think you have to make that role to buy. A flamethrower. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh shit. To even think yeah. about the concept of a flamethrower should cause one yeah. of those. Yeah, or yeah, explosives, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, like right. that's yeah. <clears throat> um, well, it's like if you've ever read uh, "We Are Legion, We Are Bob." Oh, oh yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, he's got this whole thing about no, no explosives. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Right, we're not right. going to manufacture explosives. Yeah. Yeah. bad things going to happen. Yeah. But it's really easy for vampire to turn from interview with a vampire into blood sucking superheroes. Yeah, absolutely. And so, doing your best to maintain that gravitas mm-hmm. or what have you is really important. You can have players fuck that up. Yeah. But if you have a GM and you have players fuck that up, you go ah. I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cool. How can I learn from this? I mean, mm-hmm. just GMing and not playing. You don't. You don't have to play for years if you're just GMing. I mean, yep. I played Gur. I bought GURPS, read GURPS, ran GURPS. There was no one I knew who was running it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There may not have been very many anyone in Long Beach who was playing it back when I started <laughs> playing it. Right. But someone right. you got. Someone's got to start. Yeah. When they first came out with the vampire books, when what in the probably late eighties or whenever the first uh, ninety one, ninety one, when the book first 91? came out, a bunch of brave souls read through the book and decided to run it without ever having played it. Yeah, yeah. my uh, I I ran Shadowrun first edition. Yeah, and <laughs> it sucked, <laughs> and we had a great time. Yeah, right. And and you know we just there were rules we didn't understand and just like rode right past it on our awesome motorcycles. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> like chop it, baby. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't matter, and you, you just jump in and do it. And you know what? You could invite these strangers to maybe like a public place would be good, like as some sort of yeah. cafe to to play at. But like, offer it up as a one shot, play mm-hmm. the game, um, and it can completely blow, and you'll learn a ton just yeah. from oh, yeah. doing that. Or Absolutely. or just run it on uh, Hangouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean that's totally. another great one because yep. if you're all, I mean. Brazil's a big country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, if uh, you're all over the place, just run it on Hangouts. And if it sucks, learn and try again. But, yeah. That's, I, I think, I, I, I honestly think that's the best bet. And really, you know, if you, you want a GM at some point anyway, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people who are looking for games, you're doing a service to your community. There. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, well, sorry, go ahead. Well, if you are willing to go through the hours and hours of buggy content that is in Bloodlines, oh, yeah. <laughs> you are golden you for are the a, hours you're going to spend for uh, yeah. uh, You are a saint. <laughs> um, but the other thing, you, you should think of that as like if you're willing to GM, yeah. like you're like a healer on an MMO. 
right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, LFG Hitler. Oh, you didn't even finish typing that. Like yeah. you're in a group, right? Yeah. Like right. you, you're that guy, mm-hmm. so or, or gal or whichever. So like, y- you offer a game, people will come and play. Maybe they have a good time. Maybe it's a bad time. Whatever. You get GM XP. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you right. tell yeah. a story, and maybe it sucked. And you know what? If none of those people come back, and you have a whole other group of strangers, you could tell the same story again. Mm-hmm. That's a really good practice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like tweak it and the stuff that didn't work, you toss it out and change it and you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally I've, flexible. At this point in my playing career, I think I prefer to GM. I prefer to run a game yeah, me too. than play. Even though I, I fucking love playing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. You get to, to run all those ideas you have. So mm-hmm. go for it. And, and and then you'll cry less. Yeah. And exactly. I think people have the 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 thought that, oh, if I'm a GM, I have to know absolutely everything about no. the system. There have been so many times where I've run games. <laughs> <laughs> I've played in games, and, like, we helped look things up in the book while the GM kept go- things going and sure. stuff like oh, that. Like, man. it's a kind of a community thing. Like, everybody works in it together. Yeah, yeah and, and if none of them have played before, you're all learning. I mean, even if you've read through the book, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean my, my reading retention is not that great. Right. So it's like, well, how did that role work again? It, yeah. <clears throat> Especially with an older system like Vampire the Masquerade. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're playing second edition, you're <coughs> still playing like early 2000s style games where yeah. they have a lot of roles and a <clears throat> lot of rules. And combat has a lot of different roles. And just fuck it. Yep. Right. Like, it is not an elegant system. Um, but you can make it elegant by just ignoring the rules that don't really work for you. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I first started playing GURPS, I, I was in college, and I had started designing my own RPG, mm-hmm. and I showed it to my buddy Eric Aldrich, who's one of the guys that runs Strategicon now, mm-hmm. and he said, you ought to look at GURPS, because what you've written is a lot like GURPS. I'm like, really? <laughs> because this is turning out to be a lot of work. Yeah. So I went out and I bought the starter edition for GURPS second edition, I think. Mm-hmm. And I started reading through it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And I ran it within three weeks. I was running the game, and we were doing tons of stuff wrong. But I would, like, read through the combat section, you know, in between games. Like, oh, we've been doing this wrong. The next <laughs> section, I'd, yeah. I'd show up and say, oh, look, by the way, I found this. And they're like, oh, and everyone's like, that's why they yeah. have this thing. Yeah. Okay. And we'd all realize it. And we all learned it together. And by the time we were done, everyone at our table f- knew that game flat. Right. Yeah. Um. I need to say a brief caveat to Vampire Masquerade, the 20th uh, year, the 20 year edition. That 20th come anniversary out, edition? That is a clean up a lot. Yeah, it's great. So yes. It's not like, organized very well, but it's all in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah well, yeah. it's not all in there. So if you want to play Vampire cool. the Masquerade, play that one. Have they bought into the new um, fancy idea of indexes? At this point, I think. Uh, yeah, I think there's an index no, in that one. They had indexes all the time. They just weren't good. Well, <laughs> yeah, like having an index and using it. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. this is the this is Werewolf Twenty, but sure. it's got an index. Well, well, that how moment. novel. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, well, if today in the modern age, because I, I I've been by renting InDesign mm-hmm. for a moment of truth. It will generate an index for you. Well, I, I awesome. There's also, no reason not to have an index. I like to have it on PDF so I can just search for the word. Oh, oh right. yeah, and yes. then just yeah. I usually buy five. both. Like I'll buy the hard copy, and it often now comes with the digital copy, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. that's, that's really handy for me. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Run a game. Do it. Yeah. yeah just run, run a game. game. And let us know how it goes. Yes. We want to know. Uh, that nostalgia, though, from Jess, heavy metal Jess. Yeah. Who would like to? I'll read Jess's email. All right. Hi, Jess. We love you. I love you. All right. Hey, all, hello, all. I just watched episode 2020 on YouTube. And like Stork, I got a bit, a bit teary-eyed hearing all the intros. Wait, she couldn't see 
on episode 2020. <laughs> 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 Sorry. It's okay. Nailed it. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, for the last episode of season 20, yes. um, Stu played all the intros from every season. Like well, I played the, fir- like the first five seasons, that we are on and then season I skipped 20. by fives. Yeah. Because I realized this is going to be 20 minutes Take long. forever. <laughs> so it's very nostalgic. And a lot of people, when they first listened to it, were like, oh, I accidentally downloaded the very first episode again. And it was like a little reminder thing. Right. So anyway, while she was doing that, she was like, uh, I can't believe I've been listening to this show since season three. I remember Jib's super long email. <laughs> yes! The Talks of Cheese. I don't remember Talks of Cheese. We talk, talk- Yeah. Well, oh. we talk about cheese a lot in the APs. I remember Talks of Cheeseburgers. Are you talking no, about literal no. cheese or cheesy things? No, no, no. Talks know. of Cheese. No, because remember in Vampire, when we, we used to have like the platters of cheeses oh, and we true. would describe. Yeah. 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 I mean, at least yeah. 50% of the times I've been here, Kimmy has offered me cheese. Yes. It's right. thing so, we have. Okay. Um, and I feel <laughs> snubbed. <laughs> God damn it. And the long See if you get another cider. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we have to come when we play a game. Um, and the long discussions about beer. The burps, the burp complaints, and the appearance of the soundboard. I'm not writing in with any RPG com- content. I just wanted to thank everyone for all you do and all the happiness and community you've brought to my life. I really hope that one day I can come down to L.A. and meet you now that I live on the West Coast. Congrats on having the podcast that lives so long. Keep being amazing. Jessica, a.k.a. Heavy Metal Jess. Come Sweet. down and come on the show. Do the thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're awesome, Jess. Go play with us. Or come down on a, a convention weekend. Mm-hmm. I will buy you <coughs> fucking drinks. It will be amazing. Yes, absolutely. Wow, fucking drinks. That's who. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're for. They are. No promises. All right. She's promising. <laughs> uh, uh, my teenagers are playing better. And a question from Brandon in... Oh, wait. My teenagers are playing better. <laughs> and a question from Brandon in Ontario. Uh, not Ohio. No. Not Ohio. I, I could read this one. No, is this Canada it's, it's, or is this here? Well, I don't know. It could be either. I think it's in Canada. We'll find um, out if there's A's in it. Yeah. Like A, not or if like he's A. just very polite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, although, I'm already happy because he's writing this in code, and I, I'm a computer go. science teacher, yeah. so... Uh, hi, Stu, and that name dot next group name, <laughs> name dot douche. <laughs> Once again, praise.nextpraise, praise.honest. <laughs> I wrote a few weeks ago about so, encouraging the kids at my high school to play better games. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to report that things improved a lot, and we had a great few sessions before wrapping up our first mini-campaign. Mm-hmm. Awesome. If you're curious, it was a very postmodern ending. As the party neared the Big Bad, or perhaps the Big Bad's lieutenant, they got scared and ran away. You know, the, I've never come back here and I don't care to know the ending scared. <laughs> That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> it wasn't what I expected, but the players weren't willing to risk their characters' lives for a story. Investment. Aww. Yeah. That is incredible buy-in. Mm-hmm. Like, teen- I work with teenagers every day, and when I've taught them how to play D&D, they're like, well, sure, I'll rush in, whatever. Like, yeah. okay, I didn't do a good job. Uh, <laughs> I'll just chalk that up to excellent buy-in on their part. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, I just stomped well, all over your point. I think it's difficult for kids who are used to video games yeah. and mm-hmm. like just run in, and fucking crush everything, and you die. Oh well, you start yeah, over. Die, respawn. Yeah, get into that idea that you are this person with feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it takes longer to make a character. Well, not always, but yeah, yeah. There's some pretty lengthy character creation. In some oh yeah, world. especially yeah. if it's like a Bethesda game and you're trying to not look horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On to my question. Yes. Uh, that's in the letter. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> this mini campaign was to teach people to play. 
There are about 12 to 15 kids who want to take part when we start up a new round of games on February 9th. Yeah. Holy metric. We're using D&D 5th edition in a generic fantasy setting. Do not have 12 kids at your table. No. I'm just going to throw that out. Okay, yeah. let's see what the question is. Um, <laughs> you need at least another okay. GM. Yes, yeah. I was thinking about how best to divide the groups. Oh, yeah. Last time the groups were based on whether the players had experience. Now that most won't be noobs, I wonder if it makes sense to ask them about the style of game they want. Ah, smart. Last time, there were some players who wanted very silly, lots of fart jokes, slapstick humor, etc. Games, and some players who wanted to explore the politics of the town they were visiting. Oh. Is this sort of division reasonable or desirable? I want everyone to have fun and get what they want out of the experience. (coughs) Thanks again for all you do. If we're lucky, I'll have a gaming horror story for you soon. (laughs) Uh, you have more than a dozen teenagers lined up to play D&D. You will have a horror story yes. for us. Uh, I'm going to guess more than a dozen. Uh, <laughs> Brandon also instructs a uh, drink! Exclamation oh, point. Yeah. Cheers. So, oh, he's from Canada. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, I, oh, yes. I read it wrong the whole time. Sorry. Eh? That's okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel terrible about that. <laughs> Um, First, like, well done, you. Like, yeah. bringing people into the hobby, being really, really, really yeah. fucking brave. Well, especially, like, high school kids who want something to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And getting them to take something, like, quasi-seriously. Right. That's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to jump right in and say, I think it's a great idea to separate them by Absolutely. what kind of game they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, ideally, not more than six or seven players at a table. Yeah. Um, not even, like, if you can help Yeah, four that. is better, but... Uh, six is kind of at least what I would think is the max. What, what Especially for D and D, yeah, and that, that becomes super long. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, if you're starting at level one, like that's not too bad for a while. But once you get up to like level eight or oh, ten, oh god, that's like six hours you got right there. Like, I know on a combat. Yeah. The other, <laughs> the other possibility, I, I'm just kind of wondering about. You might have some kids there who want a GM. Oh. I don't know if I would have them GM like completely solo by themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe like if you have two adults who are GMing. And there's other kid. There's a couple kids that are interested in GMing. Yeah. Yeah. Be able to lower. They can them be your co GM. Co GM. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you're lower. You're lowering the table count of players mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like. Because the. Ki- uh, oh, go sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to disagree with all of you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do not think you should split them up. And the reason why is they all bought in before. And so you have the kids who are being silly, but yeah. I mean they're high schoolers, and so like being silly, like especially when you're awkward. And I know about being awkward in high school. Being right. silly is, is a defense mechanism to, like, interact with people. Sure. But everybody is bought in. You have silly people and you have the people who are serious about the politics, but everybody's bought into their characters. Even the silly people have bought into their characters. That's right. They all ran away to, instead so, of so, losing their character to the Big Bang. Although, yeah. So that means yeah. that they're still interacting as their characters. And the yeah. people who want to push a political story, the silly people will move on with them. And it sounds to me kind of like the people who are being, being silly might be a little more awkward than the other people. Um, and also are, are, I mean, we all joke around the table. Sure. Yeah. You know, we all say stupid things and laugh and blah. That's part of the camaraderie of being at the table. Right. right. And so if you split that up to the people who might possibly be more awkward and the people who are less awkward, the not awkward people might have less fun. Yeah. That's and possible. That's possible. So, and so are you saying they should be in one giant group or you no. should split, okay. you should make you two should, groups with a mix split of players? With a mix. Okay. Oh. That's what I'm saying sense. is I don't think you should split by play style per se, mm-hmm. but definitely have the people who bought into their characters in each group. 
Yes. Because then they'll bring the other people along with that. Oh, that that's sense. a really good way to look yeah. at that. Um, yeah. But I really think that trying to delineate between different play styles <coughs> might ruin one ruin one game where just these people just don't know what to do. Yeah. And they just sit around being silly all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, everybody else is silly and they don't know how to move the story along. It could have, it could have been that the, either the more social players or the more serious players were the ones more driving the story and the other ones were just kind of there with their hijinks and antics yeah so if you were yeah if you were to split that up you're gonna get it's like it's like when they when they spun off Laverne and Shirley right when they had the Lenny and Squiggy show uh-huh no one's gonna watch the Lenny and Squiggy show you guys don't know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about I totally know what you're talking about <laughs> Tappy's right there with you Tappy's right there with you all the way for I turned 40 <laughs> this year. For those who yeah. don't know. I, I turned 40 last year, and I don't know. <laughs> you never, you never watched watch Laverne and Shirley? No. Ha- remember Happy Days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff of Happy yeah, Days. Yeah, I mean, I know what Laverne and Shirley is. Right. I just never watched it. And I know who's Squiggly and the other guy. Like Lenny and Squiggy. Squiggy, yeah. I, I mean, I know what they look like. but Well, one of them is David McKeon. Okay. David St. Nubbins from Spinal Tap. Oh, right, right, the right. Tall, yeah, the yeah, tall yeah, blonde yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Spinal Tap. What, Spinal Tap? You know Spinal Tap? All right, well. Man, I will tell you, it fucking blew my mind when I found out that uh, Nigel Tufnell was the six-fingered man. Yes. I had no fucking clue. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Nigel Tufnell is a motherfucking six-fingered man. That's right. guest. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm leaving. It's his second greatest role. I was not prepared for this information. (laughs) Oh, and Derek Smalls announced a solo album. Really? Yeah, it's called Small's Change. <laughs> it's coming yeah. out. What, is that a video. Ju- was that a big lead up to a punchline, or is that a no, real thing? No, it's a real thing. <laughs> a real that's, thing. That's, that, that's the title of his album, Small's I, Change. I am <laughs> so emotionally unprepared for any of this. <laughs> and there's, there's a... They, they did, they, he's done a video for the title track, mm-hmm. but I guess he's... I, I think he's... Is it an album, or he's going to tour? I'm sure he's going to tour, because he's got, like... It's a who's who of classic rock and roll. That's awesome. That's because so good. No one is a bigger fan of Spinal Tap than people who've actually been in touring rock bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a huge line of people, lots of names you've heard of, who are, are doing like cameos on, on his album. Just lining up to be on this yes. album. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the, the video is hysterical. Huh. And, right. and in fact, in fact it, it mentions lukewarm water at one. <laughs> uh, oh man, boy, did we get derailed there. That's okay. Uh, well, anyway, as you can see, we adequately um, answered your question, and you have all the answers you were looking for. Right. Yeah, so you can do either or of those things. Yeah. And, and we but, definitely want to know what you do decide to do, and yeah, yeah. when that next round happens. I'm, I'm going to add one caveat to Tappy's caveat. Okay. A cav caveat. Okay. Uh, in, in that I have been the the one person in a group of six who like kind of wanted to explore the story and see what was going, and everybody else was just like nonstop Bert fart, uh, you know, yeah. d- uh, do the horse if you can get away with it. Uh, like it, it kind of sucked. <laughs> so yeah. that's why like, you you need to have a a large a larger amount than just one. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. If you have people who push the story, you need to have at least half. 
Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then you have enough momentum yeah. to get forward. Otherwise, yeah. that, that like, would be my guys, only suggestion. Guys, hey, it. hey, guys, can we, yeah. can we do, the do anything? Yeah, that was my life in that game. It was, yeah. was like, can we just, I don't need to be here for this. I'm just going <laughs> to, that's great. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you, Brandon, for yeah. our And do let us know how it comes out. We yeah. This is a great idea. And actually, there's been um, a couple groups I've been talking to for like the last year on and off about trying to get some of this stuff set up in schools around L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, player agency and a motion from Joseph. Let me just preface this before we, because it's going to bring people up to speed on what right. this topic was about. We had someone <clears throat> email in uh, how they about how they like to ask leading questions to the players. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions they they gave as an example was, uh, the the party walks into a tavern. Oh. Turns one of the players... I was here for that episode. Now I'm pointing at you. Okay. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and She he, gets that reference, is right. what she yes, said. I, I get that reference. He points to one of the players and says, what about this tavern reminds you of home? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Um... On the forum, someone brought up the, the, the in the discussion, and it became a sort of a broader topic yes. on the forum. And then we talked about it, I think, the next nice episode or the episode after that. And I don't think it was a flame war. No, no. It wasn't a flame war. Um, <laughs> oh, <you> was <laughs> that, that that is kind of impinging on player agency. Because you're, at, you're, t- you're, telling, a, you're, you're, you're telling the player... In essence, what they're feeling. This this place makes you feel at home. Well, I don't know. The, I mean, I guess I, I wasn't part of that original conversation, but to me, the what about this tavern reminds you of home, I have the option of nothing about this tavern reminds me of home. Right. That was Tim's and, response yeah. to it at the time. Well, but, Tim is wise and yeah. well thought of. So, um, Said nobody, I just wanted to... <laughs> nothing about that sentence was true. <laughs> just gave me the filthiest look. <laughs> And I feel bad for having said anything. I'm, no, it's okay. I and now Tim's going to feel bad that he recanted. <laughs> no, Kimmy gave me the teacher look, Tim. I'm sure you understand. And I am chagrined. Really? Like, the teacher look made you go? Yeah. Really? I used to teach him how to lift everything. Yeah, so. and she was my coach. Yeah. So, this is not... Yeah. <laughs> the thing. Once a coach, always a coach. So I just okay. want to preface that because say. this email is referencing that original topic. Yeah. So okay. Who would like to go? I will go. Go. Hi, all. It seemed to me that you missed an important <laughs> point in the discussion about agency. Uh-oh. This may be a problem of definitions. Ha-ha, this is a perfect one for me. Uh, no, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me just say. I knew you were going to be excited about it. When this. we talked about it on the subsequent ep- episode, we were talking more about emotions and who the emotions belong to. Yeah. Could the GM say you're feeling this way, or should the GM just... You, I'm sorry, I want to rehash the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I understand that player agency is the ability of players to make meaningful decisions for their characters. If this is wrong, please discuss here. Generally okay, speaking, yeah. Although, I, when he, what he brings up, I kind of have a little bit of an answer for it, I think. But I have strong feelings about this, too. Okay. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we will talk about this. Uh... Emotions are not choices. We do not choose to be jealous, angry, fearful, etc. It is something that happens to us, like the weather, a plague, or a balrog. It is PC versus self. (laughs) And like PC versus God or PC versus nature, what comes after the viz is the GM purview. (laughs) We recognize the emotion is happening to us and choose what to do with it. That is where our agency lies. What's that hoary quote? Courage is not the absence of fear, but the decision that something is more important. To say, 
Blackleaf is afraid of the dragon, or Regdar is awestruck by the queen, is no different than saying it is raining or the orc charges. It is present. It presents a situation, and the player gets to make a choice. They can lean into the emotion or suppress it, just like real people. We can influence our emotional state by our actions, and this makes a gray area. But this is probably where dice come in. By the same token, to say you are paralyzed by fear or the emotion makes you do X does remove agency, as would attaching a penalty by fiat. Also, a responsible GM will use emotions sparingly, make them match character concept, and look for player input that makes emotions ring true, because we're all here to have fun. Discuss? Mm. <laughs> There's a question so, mark so on the end of that. Yeah. I think, but before anything else, I think this person has either been in a lot of therapy, uh, been in an insane <laughs> asylum, or been to rehab. Or may have a degree in psychology. Or yes. may have a degree in psychology. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But in a degree in psychology, you've been to therapy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, yeah. no sane person. Yeah, you don't get out of psychology. Yeah, you don't get out of that hole. And I so I took a psychology class in college, and one of the things our professor told us is that a, a large portion of people who go into this the psychology career originally start studying psychology because they're trying to figure out what's wrong with themselves. Right. Oh. Right. 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 Oh, yeah, that, that I agree with this. Yeah, sure. That. So. But this this uh, this idea of like emotions happen to you and what you decide to do with it is your responsibility is something that is very common in like these sorts of concepts, especially if somebody has a, um, a mood disorder, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, yes, you have these emotions and they are affecting you, and it's it's a disorder, so it is affecting your life in a negative way. So let's talk about how to mitigate that by your actions, right? As opposed to mitigating your emotions, which you can't control, right? Right. The my answer to this, because this was brought up in the discussion on the forum thread, mm-hmm. because someone brought this up. In fact, it was someone who I think is studying psychology who brought this up. Mm. And my answer was, and I I don't I I don't have a real strong opinion about this particular issue one way or the other. Mm-hmm. The question, what about this tavern reminds you of home? If that is impinging on player agency. It is at most a very, very minor sin. Yeah, that's a one out of ten. That question. Point <laughs> five. Yeah. yeah, I just say, well, it doesn't. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, Done. Right. Yeah, you have like, an out. Although I, I will say, maybe this is a little too granular, but in my opinion, um, like I think the GM can phrase this differently. Like this dragon is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. In in a sort of objective sense, and then you get to decide how you want to react to that. Of right. like. Okay, well, I rush in. Like, okay, we know it's terrifying. I don't have to make the point that you are afraid of this dragon. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, but then I also, I think there's a difference between being afraid and being awestruck. Like, awestruck, if Regdar has been around royalty or grew up around, you know, in the chieftain's house and has been around, you know, like, a queen is like, eh, all right, I respect the queen, but whatever. Like, you don't know that he's awestruck mm-hmm. by right. the queen. Like that, I know this is probably such a nitpicky, stupid thing to get hung up on, but like, I you could just say the queen is regal and mm-hmm. is up there in all her finery and has a commanding voice and blah blah blah. Like you, you describe your character, ZM. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to say you are awestruck by the queen. Mm-hmm. Well, it does put a finer point on it. 
Like, if you just say she seems regal, it's like, oh, cool, that's awesome. No, 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 you don't understand. Yeah. Like, this is the queen of the motherfucking elves. Yeah. Sure. Right? But and then she do is, that, she what is you just more said. attracted than anything you've yeah. ever seen before, and you are blown away by this. Saying you're blown away or that she's more beautiful, you are telling them how they feel. Yeah. Right? Mm. right? If you say mm-hmm. she's beautiful, well, the that GM, is how you the feel. The GM has mm-hmm. a lot more tool, tools in his toolbox. Right, because if you're if if it's let's say an audience and there's a big chamber and a bunch of people and the doors open and you hear a fanfare and all of a sudden everyone around you goes absolutely silent mm-hmm. and everyone's turning and watching and you let you and everyone's sort of holding their breath as the queen ascends onto the throne. You can lead the players along the line mm-hmm. of yeah. what that experience might be like without having to tell them what it is. Uh, let's let's take a different scenario here. Okay. Let's say in L five R you have a crab. That's being a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in court, there's a he like slaps a like crane artisan because as he should. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that bitch. <laughs> Turns out that artisan, her art is the sword, and she does like a flashy whatever thing and like cuts your paper fan in half like right in front of you, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm now going to get into a duel and I'm going to die. Right. Right? So now, you're afraid. Crab don't get afraid really, really easily. Right. But you're afraid because this little girl is going to cut you down and everybody back home is going to know it. It's going to find out, right. Right? So now, maybe roll to make sure, like, sincerity to keep that fear in check so nobody sees that you're afraid. Because mm-hmm. people see that you're afraid, especially as a crab, mm-hmm. that's bad. But you have to tell that person that they're afraid at that point. If she, does, right. she cuts the fan, it's like, well, I don't fucking care. I'm a motherfucking crab. Right. Well, no, so, what I'm saying, like I said, I don't have a problem with you telling the player, this is what you're feeling in a certain situation. I definitely don't think you should tell players, this is what you're going to do about it. Oh, no. yeah. Right, right, right. That's, but, that's the big difference. But the thing is, the other, the other thing is, and it gets down back to kind of defining agency. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, and th- this conversation kind of happened on the forum. And my response was, the player and the character aren't exactly the same thing. Right. Maybe... And it, it, this totally depends on what sort of philosophy you come sit down to the table at. Maybe part of your role as a player is you're also representing the reptile brain of your character, right? Yeah. And you are you're the one who's going you're you're the 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 bundle full of anxiety inside his head, as well as mm. you know deciding what he does. So right. yeah. well, I and mean, I, and it, I think that the rejection of a player. Well, see, so a couple things like. What Tappy just described would be super helpful to me because I've never played L5R mm-hmm. and I don't know a crab from a crane. Right. Right. And I don't know that I should be afraid of that. I don't know anything about it right. except they're samurai. Um, but the um, the other thing. Oh, so conflicted. I, I don't know say. which. I was going to cheer for a clan and now I can't decide which one to cheer for. <coughs> right. <laughs> so torn. Um, right. <laughs> The, the, the dangerous crab or the little girl who's about to cut him well, off. As, as a crab <laughs> yes. clan who just, yeah. Ronin, who just joined Crane. I'm what? So yeah. Are you a Yasuki? We were, we were Ronin. So. Uh, okay. Um, I, I think the other thing that, um, that piles up for, or why, why a player might push back against saying your character is afraid is for a lot of people, or at least, I don't know, maybe new players? I don't know if that's an actual good assessment, but a lot of players sit down, their character is an extension or, or meant to be like their ideal self. Sure. And if you tell them 
your character is afraid. They're hearing you are afraid, yeah. and you're weak, and you're you know like they're they're taking it personally, yeah. right? And so I'm not saying you should but or you, shouldn't do it, but I think it's important for people though to realize that yes. they might be doing that and stop it, right? And that you're not your character. That, Hopefully, you know that because that that gets into fights between players yeah. and GMs, and yeah. I've seen games break up oh, yeah. sure. because of this. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of that. I think that's a great point. I think a lot of it has to do also with the relationship between the GM and the player. Like, there would be situations because, <coughs> like, you GM a lot of my games. So if there were a situation where you, like, out of nowhere, you told me, okay, you feel this. Okay, all right, I feel that. Whereas if I'm playing with, like, a GM at a con or something and some dude suddenly is like, this is how you feel. I'm like, I'm sorry? Mm. I'm sorry, this is how I feel? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. So I think there's also, like, you have to kind of know that relationship you have with your players yeah. and whether you've, uh, you've got that, like, okay, like... You don't tell people how they feel very often. So when you do, it's important and it's meaningful. It's not you being bossy and railroading. It's like, this is an important moment and this is is appropriate. Like, like if the characters in the game were to ever come into contact with the Emperor... Right. Yeah. I am going to fucking tell you. Right. <laughs> you you are quaking in your fucking boots because this is the most powerful person. Yes, this, this is, is a this god. Is a god. Yes. Right? This is a god made flesh in front of you. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to look him in the eyes. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're just not. You're just yeah. not. Yeah. You um, can, but you're going to pee. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. At least a little bit. A little, a little um, bit. Yeah. To, to me, I thought it was handled really well. Though, like the first time I played Monster Hearts, there's a section in there that says part of this game is you not being in control of your emotions 100%. Right. right. You know? And you will decide, you get to decide what happens when you screw up your role and it says that you're afraid, you'll decide what right. happens after that. But you're still afraid. And honestly, the fact that the game told me that ahead of time, I was like, okay, I'm ready yeah. to have my you emotions can, run out of control. Uh, yeah. right. you, like, buy, you buy into it. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that really strikes me with this agency question, which we have been going on oh, a long for time. Long, time. Long, long time, is there are, are certain things that are going to be in control of the player and there are certain things that are not. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're on a bridge and the bridge breaks, you're going, going to fall. Mm-hmm. That does not destroy your player agency. No. Mm-hmm. You don't get to say, well, I don't think my character would fall. <laughs> I just wouldn't do that. Well, maybe you can make a dex plus athletics roll and, and see if perhaps... <laughs> but that is a, a, a roll to see if perhaps you can do that. Yes. Right. Yeah. As opposed to, I just, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but, my um, character does not fall. He stands in the middle of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. And so, like, what we're talking about here with, with emotions, you're talking about responses to them. Right. right? And so we're talking about voluntary or involuntary responses. Absolutely. So we just talked about the spiders falling from the ceiling. Involuntary responses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you don't have a choice. That's your reptile brain going. Right. So, like, especially with the pathology, if you have a fear of spiders, mm-hmm. you're right. going to flip the motherfucking out. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've already bought into the idea that either pathology or magic will give you an involuntary response. Sure. Right. So now that we've decided that there are involuntary responses to emotions, now we're just splitting hairs right. on Absolutely. Yeah. when there's an involuntary response or when there... Like, nobody's going to choose to be paralyzed by fear. Yeah, D&D that dragons is, have a fear aura that make you run away. Yeah. Right. That's, that's your emotion and your action. That is, like, but it, that's also... That's magical. It's yeah. making yeah. you do that. It's yeah. not just... <coughs> so, I mean, like... When it, when it comes to it, really, it's it's is this if the GM decides that this is involuntary, then then it happens. Right. If this is voluntary, then you get into the whole thing of like, well, I'm going to fight my fear. 
Mm-hmm. Cool, make a willpower check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I missed it. Cool, you're minus two dice on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Even if you fail a willpower check, you don't have to run if it is a voluntary yeah. reaction. That's w- This is what I mentioned in the when we had this original discussion. That's the thing I like most about the fear mechanics in L5R4. Yeah. Right. Because it does not ma- decide what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You, the, here's here's mm-hmm. a, 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 a frightening situation. You make a roll. You fail the roll. You start to, to take a mechanical uh, penalty to your ability to do anything. At right. some point, you as a player character are going to make a metagame decision. My character has suddenly become ineffective because now I'm at like minus six dice or something. Right. right. So I'm rolling two keep two. Right. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to now step away from the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the character is feeling afraid. The player is looking at the at is the numbers. Afraid. <laughs> or, look, or looking at the numbers, saying. Yeah, the, the I, I, my character's a mess. There's no he can't do anything anymore. Yeah. So right. I'm he, I'm going to leave. So he can make the decision, mm-hmm. sort of isolated from the fact that his character's afraid, but it has this. Uh, it has a similar game effect, right? Which and that I love that that system of mm-hmm. of yeah. fear. I think that's fantastic. But I still think that there can be and should be involuntary responses. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And well, I mean, I, because it, like a deer in a headlight. That, that deer is like, oh shit, paralyzed by indecision. Right. Right. You can have situations where people are paralyzed by indecision, or straight up, if you're, again, like in a Call of Cthulhu game, you're going to have that pathology that suddenly you're so afraid you can't move. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's kind of magic, and that and that's I mean, yeah. Call of Cthulhu in this kind of conversation is almost kind of an outlier yeah, because of the kind of right. game it is. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, games are not very. Um, sensitive when it comes to insanity, beside right. the point. No. I mean, like, right. like <clears throat> pathology, when you're talking about the not magical side of these things, not really very good at it. Um, yeah. I think there's a thing that you said once about, like, in Call of Cthulhu, where everybody suddenly has glass eyes and aren't blinking. And that is, like, their break from reality. And suddenly you think everybody around you is a fucking monster. That's how... Even if they aren't. Right. Like, they might not actually be that, and it's important for it to not be that, because the player then is understand the break from reality, and it's fucking terrifying. That's what I would do to, to describe sand laws, is right. sit down and, and say, write, to, write a note to the player character saying, this is how you're perceiving reality right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you've got insane, you have to do something crazy. Right. Your reality has changed. Here's your new reality. I get to do that. I'm the GM and you failed your sand roll. So here's your new reality. You decide what you're going to do with it. I mean, that's why people who hear voices get so fucking freaked out about it. Mm -hmm. Because they just hear voices in the radio of somebody talking to them. Mm -hmm. Right. And that radio personality seems very sane and is giving them really good reasons why they're in the radio and talking only to them. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's, that's terrifying. That's interesting. Um... But when you start getting into like fear and stuff like that, then it's more difficult to yeah. to actually adjudicate something interesting, and that's when you go to involuntary responses. I like games that have fear mechanics because it kind of takes that. Because I mean, fear especially is that's a physical response, right? It's not. I mean, it's not a choice, and and it, it, when it. <clears throat> but how you deal with it, like this person is saying, is. Right. Uh, salient. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and, and, and really, I, I do think the trust thing okay. solves a lot of this because I yeah. don't think most players, mm-hmm. if the GM, if they if they're playing with a GM that they trust, isn't gonna, they know isn't gonna screw them over and try yeah. to win. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. say, "Oh yeah, that you're 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 sitting. The the queen just walked in, and you're just freaking awestruck yeah. because you're a lowly peasant, and you you've only seen your lord twice in your lifetime anyway, mm-hmm. and this is like <clears throat> five levels above that." Yeah, yeah. And, right. I don't think in most situations with a GM I trust, I'd even notice things like that. Like the question about the tavern. Yeah. Like I don't even think it would have crossed my <clears throat> oh, mind. I love answering that kind of question. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like somebody bursts into the room with a gun. How do you know them? Yeah. Uh-huh. You can absolutely say I don't. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But, but I love thinking so of how I do. Like how I do. It was like, it. oh my gosh, it's my ex-girlfriend's brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's my dentist. <laughs> and of course, you pick you 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 describe the relationship in such a way that they're there to use the gun on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Of course, they're, they're going to try and shoot me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're way, you're way harder on yourself as a player. At least in my experience, when you give players the option to answer a question like that, yeah. they fuck themselves way, way more than yeah. I would have as the GM. Like, yeah, and, and so that's why I think you should not be afraid of that question. No, and people saying, "Well, that takes away from player agency." I think makes GMs scared of asking those questions. Yeah, yeah. Right. and I think you know, if you're not afraid of saying. A, of, or if you can inform your players of saying you can just say no. Yeah. Sure. And that's not saying no. This is no end, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, how do you know this person? I don't, but mm-hmm. they're really fucking scary. Yeah. No, All right. right. Sure. Or, yeah. you know, just getting them creative, like, hey, oh, I think I saw them on a TV show once. Like, it's like, sure. like anything. It can be something so like if you're not things. comfortable. Yeah. yeah, if it's not, if you're yeah. not comfortable. Dr. Oz having... is coming for you with a gun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense to me. That, right. that right? seems really like, Oh, I've talked too much shit about him online. Yeah. <laughs> again, like, that goes back to that trust relationship with the GM where you don't, you as a player don't feel like you have to give the right answer to the GM. You trust them to take what you give them and make something cool out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's that trust on both sides. The GM trusts you to come up with a cool thing and you trust them that they're not taking away your agency that they're going to take whatever you give them and Mm. run with it and make it better oh that's why you should totally like for the person who has the kids in high school also like make up an improv class yeah and have them do an improv class and then play the game Mm -hmm. like (laughs) afterwards money 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 all right because just (laughs) being stupid on stage with each other and just like right and that, mean, that that's great. that gets that, that I mean the whole purpose of, of most of those exercises is to kind of get you out of the fear of looking yeah. silly. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. right. And, and that's that's a, a fear that a lot of people have when they first start playing in role playing yeah. games. Is, oh, I'm in the make believe character and I'm, this yeah. is kind of weird and I'm gonna uh-huh. look like an idiot. Yeah. Right. But if, what, if you played Money Bunny Bunny first, there's no way you're gonna look more silly <laughs> than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was actually talking with some people on Discord about this today because um, we were discussing like why men and women are attracted to different types of games. Um, and one of the things like that came up in the conversation was that everybody pretends as kids. Like it is something we are born doing. Mm-hmm. Like we play, we pretend to be people as kids all the time. I watch kids every day on the playground of mm-hmm. all different ages doing it. Yeah. It's something that we have to learn not to do anymore. We are trained out of be- thinking that's cool and fun. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like you then just create a place where it's safe to go back to that. Because everyone does it naturally. It's just like, okay, go back to before you thought it was weird. Oh, that's more like sweet and empathetic than I thought we were getting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have another drink now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank anyway. you very much, there, yeah. Joseph, for the for the provocative. Yeah. Email. Yes. Uh, 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 the chat room says they don't believe that you're a kid. 
Me? Stu was a kid? Hmm, I'm not so sure. I have pictures. You do? I have, I have pictures. I have pictures. I, have I just saw no, one you were today. just carved of a very <laughs> rough. Well, uh, what, 25-year-old? How old were you? In Probably 23 yeah. or 22. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of hair. There was so much hair. You had the right? curls. You were very hairy. Yeah, I had yeah. big mane of like <laughs> yeah. reddish blonde curly yeah. hair, right? Just like your son. It's Actually, so good. Yeah. To be fair, in the time that I've known you, you've changed very little. I shaved my head... I think the year before you joined the band. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Because I've only known you as right. goatee, yeah. no hair. Right. Huh. I've had the goatee for a long time, but I had a full beard then. Because okay. the I don't have a full beard now because I don't know where to where to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What you do is you do this. Question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have that problem when I when I shave my side walls. I still like my side burns. Right. But with my glasses, I just pretend like, oh, this is normal. Like, oh, you have a Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah, 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 yeah. And just keep it. I just keep it because it's like, I like my oh, sideburns. I don't care oh, if I God. look like a weirdo. I haven't I haven't shaved my sides in a while. I need to do that. Mm. It feels so good. <laughs> Fresh buzz. Yeah. Oh, man. It's the best. Uh, by the way, viewers, if you're what, wait, now that there are two Mohawks on the show, it's worth noting that, yes, they're often used as, like, a, a mate attraction, like to, to attract a mate, the plumage. Beautiful you know, plumage. But it, can, <laughs> it is also often used as a threat display, and if anyone sees <laughs> Tappy's mohawk uh, behaving in an unusual manner, please text me and let me know because I don't want to get just stabbed in the ribs. Uh, is, that, is that like that thing on top of a rooster that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 it's yeah a, it's there's, yeah, there's a there's a threat display component yeah. to it that you have to watch out for, and I, mean, I can't look at him except in the monitor. I'm trying to keep an eye on him, but like, yeah. you don't know. You also have to watch him if you puff up his, his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. The tar- wiggle, wiggle yeah. the ears. Yeah, right. that's another yeah. one. Yeah. All of these things are dangerous. Or if his tail goes flat. Important to watch for. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the charm is upset that Stu and I don't have mohawks. Well, <laughs> I I can totally we not can, shave right here for a week, <laughs> and I'll have a little tiny white. We can draw it on. <laughs> we could glue, we could glue a thing yeah. on it like uh, that was in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Oh, that would look awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. All right, scheduling from Taylor on. Oh, right. God. I'm ready for this. Is any read? Who doesn't read? Oh, I, we've all read. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll go back to me. Okay. Oh, man. It's hey, Stu and crew. This is, this is not. Oh. I'm going to just, I'm just <laughs> drink during this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use already. the restroom. You guys, you guys right. get okay. right. back. Can you grab yep. me another beer? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me turn your mic off. There you go. All right. Uh, scheduling from Taylor on. Uh, hey, Stu and crew. Short one here. Is that your nickname? Uh, I was wondering no. if you guys could talk. <laughs> that was a dad joke. <laughs> that was such a dad joke. <laughs> I've gotten good at them lately. I know. My kids, I twist their words into the corniest <laughs> jokes now, and they sit and roll their eyes. Gets My so daughter's going to need glasses from rolling her eyes so much. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if you guys could talk a bit about how you manage to organize yourselves. Okay. <laughs> well, we me. gave up. No. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it just Kimmy does all the work. That's yeah. the answer to that question. <laughs> the end. How do you plan so many games with so many players and organize the show on top of that? I've heard mention of Google Calendar. But no depth conversation about it. No in-depth conversation about it. Also, is this the work of one person? For the most part, yes. <laughs> Scheduling-wise, yeah. yeah. Uh, or does it take an effort from everyone? Thanks. Ta- Taylor on. P.S. Welcome back, Tappy! <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it's a bit of an, a blast of nostalgia hearing from you again. Thanks for Mott. It's fantastic. Well, thank you for saying that. I yeah. appreciate that. And Mott is Moment of Truth. Yours. Moment of Truth. And also, you can go to momentoftruthrpg.com and you can download the most... The, the What I'm calling the f- final version of oh, in the fridge. Oh, first right. edition. Oh, actually, that box right there. You can oh. just grab them out of the box. Box beer? Oh. <coughs> Give me a couple of them. I don't like no, them I'm that good, cold. Thanks. 
I don't like them too cold. Yeah. I could just like hold it in my armpit for a little bit if you want. Yeah, I'm no, super excited about Moment of Truth. I've started like. <coughs> Can you give me one more? I think this. I don't want to say show. because I'm nervous, but I'm, I've started my my setting for it. I've started typing awesome. stuff up. Excellent. It's going to take me a really long time. I've discovered <coughs> because I'm really slow about actually doing things because I do a lot of things. Right. Well, it takes but. me six months to a year to actually. Oh, yeah, to turn on. Six yeah. months to a year to actually put together a setting. Like I oh. take a long ass time putting together a setting. All right, so it's taken me six months to start typing my first Google Doc. All right, so <laughs> you're you're halfway. But you there. got ideas. Yeah, no, I I totally yeah. have like almost everything like planned. I just have to start t- like typing and like figuring out how it actually is going to work. Mm. But if you are interested in looking at Moment of Truth, you can go to momentoftruthrpg.com. Yeah. The laid out document is there. It's bare bones. It's just the game mechanics mm-hmm. and it's some equipment and stuff. There's. Oh. No setting at all. Mm-hmm. He said something to me. Yeah, he did. Yes, you did. That's hey. what I, I yelled he at you. shouted it. Yeah. I was, I was so welcome back, Tap. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be back. So, um, yeah. When it comes to uh, scheduling, I am the worst. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the worst, period. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, no, no, schedu- the scheduling of the show, yeah. we have a, and we've had this for a long time. We have yeah. a Google Doc that's basically a form or, or a For just a the weekly podcast. <clears throat> and it's like here's all of the episodes. Everyone knows when they're going to be, and you just type your name in one of four, yeah. four boxes. It's I mean, shared they're... between like thirty people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're talking about an RPG, my my honest suggestion is get your group together anyway. If one person can't show up, and you've decided you don't want to play minus one person, like maybe you've only got four people, yeah. and that's not enough yeah. people to play. Get together and play cards or something, or watch an episode yeah. or something. Like, get together because maybe that other person will be like, "Oh, actually, I just need to be half an hour late now that I realize my mm-hmm. time commitment." Like, it'll sort out sometimes or fall through. Like, don't cancel your game. Mm-hmm. It's you, you can get together and play, um, and or I, ideally even have the opportunity to say, "Okay, well, <coughs> this character's got the flu, and they're going to hang out over on the side mm-hmm. and." Sort that out while everybody else is going through the story, and that happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I find the number I like to to play with when I'm running a game is five to six, mm. and five to six is great because <coughs> if one person is gone, you can still play again. Yeah, is that including yeah. you or players. Five that's to players. Six. Five to six. Because if you have three players, I think that's too few. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But four to six yeah. is great. So, so I always shoot for four. six. Four five is okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you start with four and one person. Flakes, yeah, you're fucked. Right. Yeah, um, the way we organize the show, we do have a, a Google uh, calendar, or a, um, yeah, a Google calendar. Yeah, um, and that's pretty much shared. That's so um, everyone can keep track of when all the games are, both listeners and viewers and people on the show. Um, and then we have a Slack, which we have an, a bunch of different channels on. Each AP has its own channel. There's channels for the regular podcast. There's channels for a million other things. It's a chat. App. You, you, you got invited it. to it. You joined it. <laughs> you joined it. You're on it. You, you have you, messaged. Do you have a smartphone or using or using your a uh, 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 razor? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's an app. It's a chat app that's used to organize things. So people can join. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's it really, really amazing. Um, and it's great for keeping things organized. Um, basically, we have a large. That's why you can't download it. It keeps crashing every time. I try to open it. It Close to me, it crashes. <laughs> so basically, I have this aura of chaos around me. Yeah. I, don't know that, I don't know if you're really interested in like how we're running the show, or if you're looking more for tips. So I don't know if this is super helpful for for you uh, running your schedules and stuff. But um, Stu and I have a running doc between the two of us that has all the current games and all the games that are coming up to replace them, so that we can populate the upcoming games and upcoming uh, GMs and stuff, and get all that set before the ones that are current run out. 
Right. Um, and then we had just have this giant pool of people and we're constantly adding to it through Facebook and different things. We're really lucky living in LA. There's an amazing gaming community, amazing nerds, amazing everything. Yeah. So we just kind of pull in people as we can. Um, that's one of the reasons we do our one-shot Saturdays, actually. It's super fun for you guys to watch. It's super fun for us to play. And it also gives us a really great opportunity to bring new people in. And like we were saying earlier... And like, vet them. And vet them, exactly. <laughs> like we were saying earlier, hey, run a one-shot so you can see if the people are good players. Like, we invite them to one-shot Saturday. And they like, okay, cool. They're, you know, so far it's worked out really, really well for everybody. So. Right. Um, and then they, you know, get an invite in if they want. And it's oh, lots of fun. An- another very... It- very practical tip that's worked well for me if we're talking about RPGs mm-hmm. uh, let's say you are all planning to play Tuesday night mm-hmm. Saturday specifically like three days before I will text all my players and say mm-hmm. hey I'm super excited for Tuesday blah 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 because <coughs> that is usually enough time that people have they may have forgotten and that's enough time for them to remember and try to jimmy things around right. whereas if you text the day of or the day before they forgot they planned something they double booked and that thing is their niece's play at the school, mm-hmm. and it's important to whatever. Um, and they don't realize they need to be at RPG night. Um, but um, but the, the, like, if you can get your players to put this in their calendar, I will worship you. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, I mean, to, the, the, way the, <clears throat> the way that makes it easy to do that, don't move your game around. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pick. It's going to be every other Thursday or right. every other Saturday, and or get whatever. together no matter what. Yes. If it's just two of you, get together and play cards. I would almost argue to go ahead and play. Well, maybe because yeah. if you if you've got a table of five people and one guy gets out last yeah. minute because he's made other plans, well, and or, shit happens too. Like, well, yeah, no, sure. There's, there's, like, there's always legitimate reasons, yeah. but there's also the reasons where it's like I'm going to make a choice, yeah. to not go to this. Play anyway, and if you have a fantastic game, the other players will tell the player about the awesome game uh-huh. they had. Yes, <laughs> that is very effective. <laughs> the other yeah. thing you can do is make a uh, Google event yes. and invite all of them to it, yeah. yes. and then you can post in it to remind them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, you can do that I mean, on Facebook too. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have there's a Facebook event that I have with my roommates that is pay uh, pay your rent, <laughs> <laughs> and it works great. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, "Hey guys." Two days, like, and I just everybody invited you it. to an exciting event. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and it's event comes up, and it's pay your rent. It's like, oh brilliant. shit, it's time to pay our rent. It's yeah. great. Brilliant. And we have, and we have a, a group for all the roommates, so we can talk about stuff. And you can totally do that for your game. There's sure. no reason why yeah. you can't do a Facebook event. No, yeah, it's super super helpful to have some kind of online group: Facebook, Google group, Hangouts, um, a Discord channel. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever is is super super helpful to organize. Yeah, absolutely. Don't so, yeah. use email. Oh, yeah. Nobody no. fucking uses email. Don't do that. Don't do that. I use email. <laughs> for, or, for organizing your game. Yeah. Because yeah. an email chain, and somebody says they didn't get it, and like, oh, oh yeah. it was Thursday at 8? I thought it was Tuesday at 8. We're like, no, that's no, that not... No, was, that was from a different thread. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, what we're doing here is a little different because it's it's, different. it's being streamed. Yeah. So there's there's a little more weight to it. So people take it a, a little more seriously yeah. than I think they do a regular game. Yeah. yeah. Like um, I totally drove like an hour and forty five minutes to get here. Right. In, yeah. On in Friday night traffic. Yeah, Friday night right. traffic. Oh wow. And it, which because I mean, even when we were just recording the APs when it wasn't live, like people like 
like our schedules were not as, st- as no. steady as they are now. People yeah. would drop out, we'd postpone. Like it was <coughs> not, you know, there was a few months there where we had no moat episodes. Mm. Oh yeah, things like that. So. Well, I mean, boggard rehearsals, boggard <laughs> rehearsals. <laughs> a boggard who is at rest tends to stay at rest. <laughs> And a boggard who in motion tends to slow down so he can rest. <laughs> so, true. If, if it cascades, Sorry. we we're on. So we have there's this boggard slack now. Yeah. So, what? And, and everyone's on it. Yeah. Everyone's on it. Everyone except Tabby. See, well, Tabby's no, not I'm, the I'm not bugger. Yeah, yeah. I'm not my, my organization but, is but it's, contagious. It's so weird just because we had the same bogger day for rehearsal, and it still is the every same day. single week, yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, just like it always and was. It, and so, like, Literally it's an institution. Was, How can you forget? Yeah. yeah, it's what you do on that yeah. day. But I will have people who will email. They got used. To, we were we were kind of rehearsing through the winter, mm-hmm. uh, right? You know, uh, October, November, December, because uh-huh. we were recording, right? Like you do. So. But stuff comes up, and or I get sick, or something happens, so I was canceling rehearsals. And so people get, in, get into the habit of asking, usually on Wednesday, is there going to be rehearsal tomorrow? <laughs> but, I mean, now we're at the beginning of the year. Fair's coming up. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day show coming up. We're going to be rehearsing every week. So they'll check, are we going to be rehearsing? Yes, we're going to be rehearsing. But, but without that thing looming, it, one guy says, now this is a band of 12 people. One guy says, of 12 lazy people, one guy says, I'm not going to be able to make it because of this. There are now 11 other people who are trying to think if they have any sort of possibly believable excuse as to why they can't be there as well. Rehearsal is the best day of the week. (laughs) That's when you and I would get drunk and talk about things. Until like one in the morning. Right. And so so, then one guy drops out and then, next thing you know, five people show up. Yeah. It's just what happens. So, <laughs> lazy motherfuckers. Or like when I was setting up the lights yesterday, and it was like, I come at like, it was like 7.30 or 8.00 We had just started. Here. It was just, yeah. we had just, just started. started. There's like six people. Okay. Oh, okay. Small person tonight. And slowly, as I'm coming in and out to like 9.30, oh, it slowly starts growing. Like by the time. It, never, like, it wasn't everyone. No, it was like nine people. by the time I yeah. left at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... The larger the group, the more the larger, bigger problem you're going to have with it. Right. But I, I do think keep doing it because if you mm-hmm. if you do end up canceling, it, and I've noticed this with the boggards, mm-hmm. I'll get to a point where it's like there's only going to be five of us. Rehearse anyway, yeah, or play anyway, right? Because yeah. you'll come up with new stuff. Someone might lose a solo to someone yeah. who happened to show up to rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> Write a new song and give the solos out to the people who are there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, those those rehearsals, there's usually no one missing. Like, okay, we yeah. got like three new songs. We're going to be reciting. Magically, everyone comes up nice. Right. <laughs> that sounds right. familiar. Thank you All for right. the email there, Taylor on. Yeah. Um, and people in chat room want to know more about Slack. They have like a lot of questions because we've talked about it See? multiple times now. <laughs> Slack.com. Yeah, so they're saying maybe it could and be at the topic of a future podcast or maybe you can do a GM briefing I'll about that. I'll do a GM that. briefing. Yeah. I'll do a GM briefing on that and OneNote. Okay. Yeah, there but you go. for what it's worth, there's a great tutorial on on Slack's website. You, yeah. Just, it's basically a... Oh, sorry. It's, it's, I mean, a, it's a chat. If you yeah. want to use it. It's I mean, a chat. It's a chat program. Yeah, yeah. basically. But... And, it, but it has a lot of bells and whistles. You can set up subgroups yeah. and say, okay, these people belong to this group. 
You can also have conversations. You can go and say, I want to talk to these people and start a conversation that just includes those people. Oh, you can do sidebars. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Totally. And we actually, at most of our IPs, we replaced passing notes with just, you Mm -hmm. just slack each other. Because then you have a a record of it, too. So you go back the next day and you're like, oh, what did he say to me? You can bring it back up. Dave slacked me on Monday. And it reminded me, I need to go ask him about the thing he slacked me about. So, yeah. And it works really well for us because every AP has its own channel that's just private with the players there. So people aren't constantly getting bugged by conversations about a game that they're not in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it keeps things really nice and, and organized. I, I mean, I keep my notifications set so you have to at me. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're, you and I are shared on every single channel. We're an, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, we'd be dinging like, all day because there's like 25 channels yes. now. So there's <coughs> a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's fantastically useful. And I think they keep like five or 10,000 messages. Yeah. Something like that. Before so you have to start a, paying for it. A fairly large backlog so you can go back and find, someone shared a document with me. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's super great, and as much as I kind of sometimes miss just like throwing a note at somebody's head, like it's nice to have that. <laughs> well, record. also throwing a note at somebody's head, people go, "Ah, oh, you got a secret note." Yeah. Exactly. Those yeah, meta game. Exactly. Yeah. Right now, it's like. Although there there was there were stretches during the the vampire game, especially when it's like everyone's like, ding, ding, yeah. ding, we, we, ding. It's like oh. we, had a, phones we had a whole going podcast off. episode about secrets at the table. We, oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was all right. the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, falling damage and a question. Uh, thank you very I'm, much, Tayloron. Uh, I'm so sad that this uh-huh. is a question we're getting because the last time I was on the podcast, we <laughs> got thing all up into falling damage, and it was so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> the stork and I disagree. This is the right. of course. This yeah. is the new AC argument. Is really what it is. The falling damage thing is the new. Well, see, it's for AC, stork, like it's armor not, class. For yeah. stork, it's not. We're not allowed to damage. argue about that anymore. That's a dead. We're not allowed to <laughs> argue about armor class versus anything. Soak. soak. Yes, yeah. that's well, the thing. Well, that's we dead. already did that. We right. Can't. That's right. why it's dead. We don't do that. Yeah. But this is the new One's one that keeps superior to the yeah. other. Yeah. One's and the other can go. Yeah. <laughs> this is a new. This is a new AC versus soak that is now. But see, the thing is, there's there's two things There's two things here. I had started out by saying that I was criticizing 5th edition D&D because you had high-level characters. Yes. Your character fell off of something that was, was like insane. 50 feet high, yeah. and she took like, like maybe fig- a quarter yeah, of her Yeah, we figured out it was impossible for me oh, to die. yeah, no, I mean, that's an old D&D trope of yes. like a 12th-level character can fall from any height yeah. and survive. But <clears throat> apparently in Dragon Magazine, someone said yeah. what was intended was it's like 1d6 per... 10 feet. 10 yeah. feet. Yeah. But it's cumulative. Right. So it's 1d6, and then it's that 1d6 plus 2d6. Oh. As, as if it were a like a logarithmic rather than a... Well, I mean, to be fair, like, it's, what, 9.8 meters per second per second? So it, it is kind of exponential. And it is. And I still feel like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Because dying because of falling is stupid. Yes, right. thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unless it's an epic battle, and it's near the end of the battle, and it's the end of the campaign, and the bad guy kicks one of the characters Yeah, and then you're the... down, like, most of your hit points, and you die. Right. right. And that was epic as well. Like, right. oh, my God. I play wrong in the chat room. says, I thought you got parkour skills at fifth level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just tuck and roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, greetings, co- Oh, no, someone else read. I'm reading. I guess I'll be next. All right. uh, Greetings, car lifters. What? Jax. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) That was a long ways around. You should be, like, grinning car lifters. I think they were talking about our deadlift skills. That's what I I I can lift a small car. (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, You can probably lift the front of a VW easy. Uh, Okay, so does nobody say douchebag anymore? 
Uh, once in a while, it happens. No, they say it all that the time. In, that was in the coded thing that yeah, I read. But yeah, just like, one person said douchebag. Yeah. I think it's just this week. Usually, and that was just douche. Yeah, usually it's like every week. These are uh, people okay. from these are people from Scandinavian countries. They're more polite. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't know what, they don't like know what douchebags are. No, well, oh, it's nice. like a, a Royale with cheese. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, so let me explain what a douchebag is. No. So, <laughs> no, do we have to? I feel like they've also like done so many iterations of douchebag. They're trying to up themselves and like mm-hmm. come up with more creative, different things. Yes. Things yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. stew and like whatever and stuff like that. All right. Um, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be inventive. See, even <laughs> and, and Zazamon in the forum just said that joke was smarter than one half of the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, a missive from damp and dreary cold December in Sweden from your friend Andreas. So you should do this like the Swedish chef now. Listening to a few of the latest shows. Listen to a few of the latest shows. I have a notice oh, God. on <laughs> <laughs> It hurts us. It burns us. Go, 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 keep going, keep going. I have noticed that the stork intends to realism. Trademark. <laughs> I.e. falling damage. But, uh, <laughs> More than once. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> I can't not laugh with help. Tappy laughing like that. <laughs> like, I can do it. Tappy's like, lost his mind. <laughs> 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 no, go, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> He's almost there. Keep going. <laughs> now, I think... I just want to. I just want to point out, Stork... <laughs> His whole thing was like you can kind of gauge a game's sort of like realism level by what happens when a character falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah, is what he was talking about specifically. Yes, no, that makes sense. Um, It has been brought up more than once. Let's bring on the dreary, damp, and hurting. More falling damage. For your declaration, uh, I thus bring forth a game system I expect Zork to run as an AP soonish. Bully pulpit games, falling and drowning. <laughs> Wait, there's an entire game of falling and drowning? Evidently. Yes, there is such a game. Yes, there <laughs> is such a game. <laughs> it's, it's in the email. <laughs> and it's even freely available online. There's even a trait called unlucky in the game, so I think we all know that this is perfect fit Wait, for Stork. Wait, if Stork takes that trait, will it cancel him out? He Then he dis- disappears in a puff of logic. <laughs> Mind blown. Just like, gone. Oh so, my god. So this is kind of like the... Um, the cliff diving game. <laughs> is that a game? Well, that's... that's what I assume you're falling in and drowning. <laughs> and drowning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then he puts a link in, which we'll put in the show notes, which is at um, bullypulpitgames.com. A, a friend of mine who's a mortician told me that that is probably the most dangerous hobby you can have is cliff diving. That makes sense. Yeah, that seems Like a ton of people he's seen <clears throat> come from like more. base jumping when you use a parachute? No, no, no. Or just like just water? cliff diving into water. Like okay, 40 yeah. feet into water, something like that. Yeah. People die all the time. That yeah. sounds, well, I'm sure they break their necks. Yeah. Sounds they don't really logical. To be fair, they. we are also on a coast. So yeah. you probably it's, have a higher yeah. thing yeah. of that well, than, okay, say, in Idaho. Yeah, like, more here than Ohio, but like... Sure. Yeah, but I mean, their, their cliff diving is a hundred percent fail rate. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> but I mean, if you want to talk about a deadly thing, yes. falling and drowning is a thing. If you want to talk about a real world situation, yes. is mm-hmm. is the thing Super that and prescription drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I so falling and drowning and prescription said. drugs. Yes. Is uh, the most dangerous. So, game if you, can you do. take prescription drugs while falling and drowning, do they cancel each other out? No, no, no. Oh. They, they, they. Oh, they're I, not I, even additive. They're exponential. Yeah, I misunderstood. If, okay. So, it's falling in plus drowning to the power of prescription <laughs> drugs. Yes. How you do yes. And um, Master Vitter would like us to point out that Bully Pulpit is the same group that makes Fiasco. Yes. 
So well, right here, I'm looking at their webpage. The drowning and falling role playing game. Play it once, and you'll never look at drowning and falling in the same way ever again. <laughs> they made this because of Stork, didn't they? Yeah, I think Probably. they might have. They need to. Will you drown him. or will you fall? The choice is yours. I guess flip a coin. <laughs> well, what about both? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what if you f- you fall out of the pool or? I'm not, I'm not sure. Entirely sure. Know. Five. That's ca- your choice. Five character classes, two alignments, falling and drowning. Mm-hmm. I assume. <laughs> Over 23 spells and prayers And 15 statistics Unlike any scene in the history of role playing You and your friends will be tossed headfirst into thrilling tales Limited only by your imagination and certain rules There might be a reason this, is, oh, this has never been seen It kind of reminds me of like free. One of the best puns I've seen in a role playing game Which was uh, in Apocalypse World One of the, the add-ons to it Was you could be a marine mammal Like a, a dolphin oh, or something yeah. From space yeah. So you're a space marine mammal. <laughs> oh my god! I want that. And you're in a suit. You're right. in this giant suit yeah, that's filled with water, so yeah. you can breathe. A dolphin right. mech suit. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's a space really marine mammal. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I just want that sign in my classroom. Limited by your imagination and some rules. Like, that is what I want. Painted giant on the wall. You need in a my shirt classroom. that says that. You yeah. Need a shirt oh. that says everything that says that. Drowning and falling is a charity project, so all profits from sales of this game go to continue to be donated oh. to the Orbis International. The mission of Orbis is to eliminate avoidable blindness and restore sight in the developing world where ninety percent of the world's blind live. That sounds like That's an awesome wow. thing. Yeah. Except they said the game is free. Except well, you can probably you can prob- yeah, I yeah, probably yeah, do like all, all proceeds of the zero dollars for this game <laughs> are. I'm, I'm but, really they probably have a pay what you want yeah. on yeah. drive through Obviously, that's way better than uh, They do this in part yeah. by operating a completely awesome flying eye hospital in a converted DC tent. In a converted DC what? Tent. That's amazing. That's yes. so cool. What about I, just drones man. that come down to Long Beach, surgery? California. Man, I've always wanted like an old DC tent to like you know turn into. The, like trailer or some shit like, like that. Like live in, yeah, yeah. living. Like yeah. in your post-apocalyptic life. Yeah, if yes. I could get, if I could get a DC ten, you would never to, come back. Oh yeah, fucking <laughs> rad. That'd be a great place to live. I am really glad that it's like an eye thing because I was really afraid for a moment it was going to be like a charity for people who've fallen and drowned. <laughs> <laughs> charity for drowning victims. Yeah, it was like, oh god. <laughs> Oh, and there's oh, actual plays. They have, there's listed actual plays. Falling yes. from Grace. Oh, I mean, there's a whole bunch apples. more. Falling from email. Grace and bobbing for apples. <laughs> right. That's amazing. amazing. Okay. That's right. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, uh, and so the link. Uh, talking about the latest shows, I did note that that when you uh, then that when you were in 2015, the episode talked about magic as a crunch. You suggested that it as can, a crutch. Yeah. As a crutch. I'm sorry. You suggested that it can be. And games like Westerns, it works fine without that. I seem to remember Traveler also being mentioned. Funny that, as when I last wrote in and asked you about your views on historical games, Western and pirate (laughs) games, you all seem to think a game without magic would be less interesting. Well, I forgive you. Okay, so we forget things a lot. Yeah. Yes. We drink. And um, sometimes we drink when we do the show. There is there's, there's a great game called Aces and Eights. Do you guys remember that? Do you ever play yep, that? Yeah. Nice. I never played it. That's when they had a cool hit location. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But when you get hit, it sucks bad. And that's like, if you're going to play a game without magic, mm-hmm. there is just very little room for error. Yeah. Right. And if you want to play that kind of game, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. also it's like, okay, do you want to draw? No. 
Because if I miss, he's going <laughs> to shoot me in the belly button. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to take a long time for that to heal. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if I want to pull my gun on this guy. As opposed to magic, it's like, oh, yeah, oh I got shot in the belly button. Healer! Oh, like, mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Medic! Yeah. So, I mean, if you like gritty games, yeah. the less magic, the better. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, Bobcat, we drink to forget. That is exactly. Yeah. Both those things, they are, they are not... Unlinked. Bobcat Goldthwait? Yes, Bobcat yeah, Goldthwait. You yeah. should do that in his long, voice. Long-time friend of the show. <laughs> no, let's never do that. Yeah, no, let's not do that. I'm not doing Someone that. Someone did a Polly Shore imitation a couple weeks ago. I'm like, wow! <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't have to happen. That's timely. <laughs> that not go... <laughs> what, what, did he die? Timely? I don't know, no. No, it's just from the 80s. Yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> that's the last time yeah. Polly Shore is, was relevant. <laughs> well, his mother's Mitzi Shore. That's how it came up, because we were talking about... Um, I don't know who that is. I don't Mitzi know. Shore uh, owned the Comedy Store. Oh, right, 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 oh. right, 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 right. Let me just say this. I didn't know that. On Showtime. That's how Polly Shore got his, his first his gig. Whole, his career. Oh. Yeah, because she could play the Comedy Store whenever he wanted. Mm. There's a fantastic wow. series about what they call the sort of the golden age of stand-up comedy called I'm Dying Up Here, mm. and it's on Showtime. And it's basically about a woman who runs a... Uh, uh, a comedy club. Mm-hmm. It's Mitzi Shore, but it's not Mitzi Shore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's the comedy store, but it's not the comedy store. Sure. Right. And it is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It has terrible ratings. Oh. <laughs> but if you're all interested in that world uh-huh. of stand up comedy at right. all, it is fantastic. The uh, characters oh. are just amazing, the actors are fantastic. It's produced by uh, Jim Carrey. So something else along that line is The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, really outstanding. No, the, the Showtime, the, the, they just finished the first season. Well, I didn't mean anything about the Showtime. Oh, okay. I was just like thinking it's um, a very recent thing that came right. out. As I, I, also, I also just want to plug a comedian friend of mine real quick. His yeah, name, name is Matt Kershun, and he's a British comedian. He's like five foot one and 80 pounds sopping wet, and he is... Hilarious! Nice. I'll send you like the actual name yeah. so you can put it up later. Sweet. Is he is he local or is he in Britain? No, he's he's local. He's in LA. Okay. Nice. Um, Did you ever play the Ice House? I think he has. Oh, I mean, he okay. he plays all over. Nice. Um, he was on Last Comic Standing. Oh, okay, Aww. awesome. Yeah. Um, but he is he is hilarious. So if you mm-hmm. want to look him up, you should. Nice. We are only halfway through the email. No. <laughs> also, <laughs> hey, I'm in the show. <laughs> this is going to be a five hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sleep till Brooklyn. <laughs> no. Another timely sleep reference. Till Brooklyn. Yeah, we know. We know. All right. No, you don't. <laughs> Did I don't believe you. No. <laughs> I had that. I had that TV. All right. You were not. Born also, yet. a question. I still eventually got this TV. All right, I have recently started a fate game set in Tecumel. Tecumel. Wow, that is a deep cut. Do you know Tecumel? I do not know Tecumel at all. Wow. I pronounced it right. What is it? It's like a sort of tech fantasy uh, from, from a series of novels. That were not widely. I mean, the people who read these novels are like. It's like a. I'm going to use cult in like the nicest way possible. They're okay. the nicest cult I've ever met, um, and uh, it is. I have so many questions. Well, it's a fantasy world created by M. A. R. Barker. Yeah, and um, it is. Uh, it's it's, it's old. It started writing yeah. in 1940. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a classic, and lots of people have been trying to make RPGs around it, and most of them suck. So uh, okay. that's that's my experience with it. 
But that is, yeah, 1940s setting is a deep, deep cut. Uh, well done. Empire of the Petal Throne. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, sorry. Cool. Yeah, I read the first book. I don't remember it. And one of my players is totally new to me. He has games before, but not us together. So he's not a total newbie. He is really grabbing his high concept with both hands and not letting go. I.e., he is playing out this one big trait like there is no other. I had planned to put uh, before the other players interesting settings with interesting conflicts and the way, uh, w- as a way to have them make interesting choices that would drive character development. So far, he's clinging so hard to this one trait that he has not even seen the opportunities to question his beliefs and start to change. Any idea on how to encourage players to let go and dare to develop their characters? Wait, before we start talking, I'm going to see if there's any more email. There is. Oh, there is. Yeah. I waited. I know. You you did. That was nice. See, we've matured. We've all matured. All matured. All right. I kind of see... No, you haven't at all. Uh, how the strange world of Tecamel can make the players more hesitant to change, as they probably want to stay with something they feel they know. It And... And it's all new and strange. But if they keep if they keep being that static, I foresee a very dull campaign. Any insights and suggestions are appreciated. Cheers and drink. Oh, yay! Fuck. There was a drop. P.S. <laughs> a shout out to the rest of the Nordics. Come on, Danes, Norwegians, mm. and Icelanders. You can't let us Swedes and Finns take over the podcast, can you? Yeah, I just yeah. got back from Finland, and it was very nice. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <clears throat> We have, Were you we pony have. trekking or camping? No. Oh. We we did the snowmobile. Did you watch TV? Um, I just realized you a little went bit. winter. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, we were trying to see the Northern Lights. Oh. So, so we took a snowmobile out into the Arctic Circle, and it was cloudy all night. Oh, oh that sucks. Suck. And so by all night, have... that's from 1 p.m. to 11 a.m. the next day. Oh, it's it's oh, like two geez. hours of day, yeah. and it was night. I mean, it was cloudy the whole time we were in the Arctic. No, circle, when it was so. daytime, is it like sort of dusky? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the Arctic, I mean, in um, Helsinki, there was some daytime. There was like three or four hours of like pretty much daylight. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. You know how many coats you could wear? Yeah, several. <laughs> I, I grew up in Seattle, so the never-ending sunlight of this city is devastating does to me. Fish, does a fish have a lot of vitamin D in it, or what's the one you get from sunlight? Is that D? D, yeah, D, yeah. There yeah. must they must eat a lot of something. something. Well, you know, redheads D. make their own vitamin D. Oh, they do. Yeah, if they don't get enough sunlight, so they eat, they oh, by eating the souls of other yeah, people. So they yeah, eat yeah, redheads. Yeah, they eat yeah. redheads. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, this no, is why we like have this. Being, preparing. Yeah. being a goth and not in LA is awesome. I was just in New York, and you can wear all of your shit. Mm. That's <laughs> rad. Yeah. I like LA just as it is, and I'm super um, happy to hey, be 90 tomorrow. So, how about this guy's question? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So, um, so you have a player uh, who's like oh, super clamped a- onto one thing. I'm, re- I'm rephrasing yeah. for Stu, who went to the bathroom. So, he has a player who is like obsessed with this one trait and doesn't seem the to high want concept. to change it. Yeah, Perfect. high concept. Okay, I've only so. played Fate a couple times, but isn't Fate the game where the GM can force players how to roleplay how they want? No, he can no. Uh, try to buy you off okay. yeah. with Fate yeah. points, and you <laughs> can right. say, no, no thank, thank you. you. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you can compel yourself and goes, I'm going to take a Fate point for doing something I should do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but You can't really do that in Fate, the, can you? Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, It's built to do that. Yeah. Um, okay. So you can reward yourself 
for doing for what you should be doing over, anyway. What you should okay. be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like um, yeah, like if your character's an alcoholic and you go and, and take, you know, and you drink drinking, to yeah. the point where it affects you yeah. negatively, yeah. you yeah. get yeah. a fate point for it. Yeah. Okay. And you want right. those points, man. They are yeah. Worth yeah. Right. especially everything. Like, like getting myself where I have a refresh of one is awesome because then I totally have to fuck myself over mm-hmm. in order to do anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> but my big question is: Is this guy having fun? Sure. Yeah. Because. If he's having fun and everybody else is developing their characters, who cares? Yeah, mm-hmm. let let him like, roll. If it's not he's not the entire campaign. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not right. hearing that he's complaining yeah. about your story. Yeah. I mean, maybe he is, and that just didn't come through. But um, you know, clinging so hard to his own tree, he's not seeing opportunities to question his beliefs. Now, like if that's fucking up the story for the other players, then maybe there's a conversation about that. But like if he can go along with the story and stick to his thing, like that's a character choice too. And like I've, sure, I've yeah. tried to play that character yeah. before. Yeah, um, not everybody has to change. Yeah, right. the thing, especially if you don't change and everybody does, and the disparity between those two, yeah, right. that can be very interesting. Yeah. Now that Absolutely. being said, I despise a game that has something like what a trait that says something like impulsive okay so now you have this character who is like twitching to like they're so ready to say well i I do this because my character's impulsive and and like completely railroading their character their own character because this one line on their character sheet says they're impulsive, or they're a pickpocket, or they smoke too much, or you know, like whatever. Like that suddenly becomes everything that their character is, and I I don't like games that give you points for personality traits like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you want a personality trait and play your character as impulsive, then do it. So not as, bri- so not bribing people into those RP things, right? I okay. don't know. As somebody who has a deficiency of uh, attention. <laughs> That can be a negative. <laughs> no, no, that, I'm, not, that I'm not saying it's not negative. your life. Sure. Significantly. Yes. It totally is, and but I don't want it on a character sheet that got you points to then buy something else, and then you're using that as the sole motivation for everything your character does. Well, the sole motivation for everything your character does is different than something that fucks your character over that you should get points for. Um, if you're talking about yeah. min-maxing or you're talking about flaws versus things, it's yeah. somebody paying too much attention to one flaw. Yeah. And that is a different conversation yeah. Yeah. than a flaw existing. Yeah. Okay. So if this person, if their high concept is the basic, like, I am a yeah, there's fucking something. wizard of light. Yeah, there's a right? whole, Wizard like, of light is my high concept, and that's all I care about is that I'm a motherfucking wizard of light. Yeah, there's this whole, like, religious ma- magical thing that's yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. Like, priests are a big deal. And, right. yeah. and so if... If that character decided that being a priest is all that character cares about, well, there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if it is fucking, if it's a priest of light, and he's like, no, you can't kill those people, or I will kill you. Right. Like, well, but they're demon goblins who are eating the souls of children. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah. And he's like, nope. Well, that can be a problem, but. But e- even so, that. That's a, that's a very interesting that's, story. Yes, that's a very interesting <laughs> story. It's like we have to save the demon devouring creature things yeah. and and turn them to the light. Although this this is something that I, I harp on all the time and is too late for your situation. Uh, what, what, what's our friend's name? Uh, is this Taylor on? Yeah. No, no, it's not, Andreas from Sweden. Oh, Andreas, yeah, from Sweden. It's, it's too late for Andreas, but I. Um, 
would never let, I don't let players bring characters to the table that they made in a vacuum. Um, you know, the, like ideally the group all makes their characters together and talks about it together. But if I have a player coming in after the group's already formed, they have to make their character with me. Right. Like, not, not like I'm not going to allow you to do whatever, but like they need to get a sense of what the rest oh. of the group, what, what the feel of this campaign is about. Mm-hmm. And if, if like it's a bunch, of, if it's an all rogues group, and you want to throw a paladin into there, I, I either want to say, like, are you sure you want to do that? Or this is an all-rogues group. Your paladin will have some conflict. Are you okay with that? And and prep the story for, like, why would your paladin run around with these rogues um, and at least have a conversation about it, Whether rather than this guy comes to the table with his paladin wizard, whatever, and just not fit in at all with the rest of the group. Like, well, how did he wind up with these guys? You know, and and just not make characters in a vacuum. That's well, it, yeah, like like you have a vampire game where you've got like you know a, a millionaire Ventru and a millionaire um, a Toreador, and then someone comes in with a stand-up comedian midget Nosferati. Yeah, right. that would never happen. <laughs> that sounds rad. Never. It, but was. No, no. it actually was. What would be what would be amazing. worse? <laughs> what would be worse if then you had a neo-communist bruja who hated millionaires. That's a yes. problem. Yeah. A, right. a midget Nosferatu comedian is amazing. It, it especially awesome. with two millionaires yes. who yes. can bankroll that motherfucker. <laughs> they didn't. They, 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 they both but, did. But, but I mean, I, like, when, when you have intentional conflict within a party, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending. Like, I mean... Like no, that's also, but, but if that's that same... not what the party signed up for, oh, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think that that's a great point. Like that's one of the reasons you like not doing it in a vacuum. That's one of the benefits in having the GM there, and uh, you get to have that conversation about this is gonna. This is a Vampire the Masquerade. There might be some conflicts between right. members of the party well, unless you're right. playing a Sabat game. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> we had that when we played our. Fourth edition D and D game, and we had oh Claire who is playing the Karelian right. person, <laughs> and then my character who was actually so thought funny. he was a cleric and wasn't. Right, it was right? so awesome. So much so conflict. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but but you planned for that. But it was no 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 oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. She was like, I'm really like, ooh, Karelian. <laughs> yeah, no, that, there was there was actual conflict. There, <laughs> there well. was really real conflict there. There was. Wait, to be fair. We were all getting back in the game for the first time in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we had like 12 people playing D&D 4th edition. It was a fun game. It was really fun. It was. Those of us who survived and like lasted had a blast. Oh, that doesn't sound fun to me. But <laughs> Have you heard about Doorway to Love and Peace and Hot Bahamut forever? No. Oh, he had man. pamphlets. He what was his race? He was, he was a, a Goliath. He was yeah. a That's Goliath right. warden who thought he was a cleric of Bahamut. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It was pretty amazing. Was it a one shot that she tried to burn everything, or was it that game? Wasn't it like a one shot? That was a different game. Yeah, that was the game that. No, that was when we took the tarred boat to Death Island. Was that game? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That that game was the one I co GM'd with one of the B team guys who's never here anymore. Mm. Fuckwork. No, the other one who's Rob. Rob. Is it Rob? No. Not Hozier Rob, was the other guy. The other one, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That guy. (laughs) I hope he isn't listening to the show. I I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, he's still around. I think he had kids. No, he lives like way out in the IE. 
People still live there. They do occasionally make it to LA. Mm. Not very often. Not very often. New California. That has no. not been proven. <laughs> no, I no, it is. No. No, they have that that, no. that horrible gas blight. I no. personally, I have seen no evidence. Cinder blocks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all on cinder blocks. My mom occasionally makes it here, so it's okay. I well, it, from my understanding of fate. I've never run fate. We played it last week. Mm-hmm. You can, you can bribe yeah. the mm-hmm. player to maybe look at something else on his character yeah. sheet besides his high concept. Yeah. And having fate points is good. Hey, have you played fate? Yes. So, do you know if if I go? So the G- GM's trying trying to like trigger something on my sheet, and I pay him to not do it. What happens when I'm out of fate points? Do I have to take the thing that he's giving me? I believe so, because you can't. That's a compel, right? Yeah. It's a compel. Yeah. 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 So you, yeah, can, you can pay off the compel mm-hmm. until means, you can't. Until you can't. Yeah. Okay. Which means if you start out low on fate points, you buy a fuck ton of powers. Because I played Dresden Files. Mm-hmm. Is what I played, um, which is I really like. I That's think Dresden Files. Quite fate it's not 3. quite 0. fate. Three point oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's very elegant in in the fate world. There, are, fate three is less elegant but can do more things. It seems yeah. to me that Fate is going to be a really good game for the sort of free-form magic that exists in the Dresden Files books. Mm. Right, exactly. It is really good for that. Um, so so doing that approach with this player who doesn't want to evolve their character is the ham-handed option, right? That's the, I'm going to force something to change. Mm-hmm. The The thing I would say is sit down with your player and say, this is what's happening... You're, you're, you know, everyone's doing this and you're doing this that's different. Is that working for you? This is assuming it's not like stopping up the game for everyone else, but like have a conversation with the guy and say, like, this is awkward. Well, there's also the, the conversation of you are losing mechanical bonuses. Yeah. Right. If you are not using this, <laughs> this totally drives a fuck ton of players. Yeah. Like oh, if sure. you're only using Bribery. your high concept, yes. you have a whole fuck ton of other uh, aspects right. that you could be using for mechanical bonuses, right. and just start pointing them out. Right. Yeah. But by the way, you could totally use this. Yeah. At or, the very least, he or have be a conversation. Points. Yeah. Or have a conversation with this person and be like, okay, so we just did this game, and you only use your high concept, and you could totally do it this. This point, this yeah. point, this point. But but have that conversation one on one, not yeah. with everyone else right. there, because yeah. that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I am kind of giving like the vibe from this email that's more like the GM being disappointed that his story isn't going to impact this player and the character. Yeah, not so much about like. And it, but about, it, yeah, yeah. It, I may, mean, it may be that the player doesn't want it. Doesn't, no, it's yeah. fine. I'm not yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not it's saying like, the player's wrong. Yeah. I'm no. saying that's I think the motivation. Like I right. feel like the G, the the GM is be hurt that he has this. This like not necessarily like railroading plan, but like, hey, I have this impactful storyline that's gonna change your character, and yeah. the player's like, no, my character's cool, and I feel like yeah. the GM's taking that like a little personally. Yeah, right? if that's the case, and the first question is, are you having fun? Yeah, and if right. it's yes, then you're off the hook. Mm-hmm. You, right. you did everything you had to do. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's like not yeah, not every single story has to be war and peace. Yep. There you go. Yeah, if yeah, you're too. all having fun. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you're doing right. I mean, and getting back to like L five R, one of the things I love about L five R is the fact that you have the teven, seven tenets of Bushido mm-hmm. that you know everyone is supposed to follow. Everybody buys into that from the start, right? Yeah. And it's easy as pie to come up with a situation that puts two of those in conflict. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the player yeah. sits there, and it happened in the L five R game, the the Inukai game that I ran before. The player sits there and go, 
shit. Oh fuck. god. Do I? Yeah. What am I gonna yeah. do? Yeah. If you ever, if you ever watch or honesty. Yeah. Oh fuck. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and if you've ever watched the original Forty Seven Ronin. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what six hours long, five and a half hours long. It's huge. It's yeah. two Forever, parts, and each part is like two long. and a half hours long. That's I'll, one with I'll, the car chase through the town. Yes. Right where he, that one. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna with throw the di- this nut with, the di- with the dinosaurs. <laughs> so hard. I know what 47 <laughs> so, is. But I, I'll bet you, forty percent of that movie is all of those guys sitting around trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And yeah. having a conversation about yeah. it, and it's freaking compelling. Yeah. It really is. But I mean, th- but, and 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 maybe this player is kind of missing out on mm-hmm. some of that. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I, I will con- say inner conflict. I'll say though. I uh, years ago I had a game that went over a year long. Uh, we met almost every week, mm-hmm. four to six hours per game. Right. Wow. Many many games, and there was a player who barely said anything ever. It's not an exaggeration. Maybe three to four sentences. But his feedback at the end of this, and, and, and after like three weeks of this, I was like, dude. And he, he happened to be an old friend of mine, so I was like. Dude, are you having like? Do I need to do something? Like, is this? Is, do we need to tweak your character? He's like, what? What are you talking about? This game's awesome. I was like, yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Great. You're having a blast. You're, you know. And he always like when it came around to like make a decision about something, he was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do this. And th- that, but that was it. Like everybody, there was all this big conversation, yeah. and and he totally entertained. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, he was engaged, but in his way. And it was different from how everyone else wanted to engage with the game. Yeah. And I just had to have that conversation with him. I was like, dude, is, do I need to do something different? Like, what's going on? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know? And and he just was having a great time. I just didn't know it. Just so, differently, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Have you ever read the Expanse books? Yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name, the mechanic? Uh, Amos. Amos. Yeah. A- that's what Amos is like. Yeah, yeah. He's not a Amos is like, yeah. no, he's like... So what are we doing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and that's then, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much what his character does. Yeah, right. the series. yeah. Um, uh, a quick sidebar: um, yeah. other movies you should watch for L five R is uh, Seven Samurai, and oh, trying yeah. try and determine which clan all the samurai are in. Oh, oh I haven't done that's that. fun. I'll watch it's a lot of fun. That's a good game. idea. Yeah. I like that. And I think everybody should do that and like write down which ones they think it are. And I think one they'll of, be very different. One of my favorite samurai films, which is hard to find, is called The Twilight Samurai. Have you seen it? No. It's about a samurai who's who's uh, also a werewolf. No, his wife has died. <laughs> That'd be <Yes>. amazing. <laughs> his wife has died, and he's trying to conceal the fact that he has z- no money. Oh. It is a very sweet story about him and his child, and it's fantastic. Oh, like oh. Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very sweet. That's going to make me cry. Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's samurai films, so it's kind of a tragedy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Lone Wolf and Cub is not. I mean, that's hey, ridiculous. Just sidebar to the sidebar. Is there a way for me to learn about L five R without cracking open the enormous rule book? You know what? You can the, listen to our AP. You can borrow my fourth edition book. That's yeah, let me, let me exactly just tell one that's what he said not to thick. do. No, no. Mm-hmm. But the, the the beginning, like eight or ten pages, describes the creation myth of Rokugan mm-hmm. and why the celestial order exists. And that okay. really, when I read that, 
suddenly I was like, okay, okay. I've wrapped my head around well, this. I know world. a bunch about Japanese mythology. Okay. So hey. you're halfway well, there. the mythology's it's different, different. Okay. but it's yeah, it's the oh, same but okay. different. Yeah, all right. Um, it is one of the problems that I think people have with L five R is like, no, this is Japan just with magic. It's like, no, it's not. This is a fantasy world, yeah. just like in in um, uh, Lord of the Rings. Middle have, Earth is not your is yeah, not yeah. Britain. Like the okay. men of Gondor are not is not Britain. Okay. Yeah, the I definitely thought, are in or not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My impression of L5R was Japan with magic, so yeah. that's helpful to know as it well. Is, it is really okay. important. To, Although it to does, it, it is the samurai are central to Rokugan, sure. and right. samurai is a very Japanese concept. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah. So yes, in that sense, yes, but it. it I can let you borrow the book. You can yeah. borrow it. Yeah, I'll it, watch it the is, AP, it's, too. Uh, I just or, was trying to... I was worried about going into the AP and being kind of lost with nah. the... We're all lost when we started anyway. Yeah, so a lot super, of shit gets yeah. um, uh, um, I think a better example might be um, uh, Game of Thrones and Europe. Oh, and sure. Okay. Yeah. L5R and, yeah. the, and Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are that there like sense. a lot of wizards in L5R? Or it's pretty... Not they're called, they're called Shigeja. Shigeja. They're kind of... Sure. They're more like... Priests, yeah, okay. sort of. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I took us way off the That's okay. track there. We all like talking about L5R a whole lot. Yeah. If you hadn't it's, noticed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy you guys are on the nerd train for L5R it's because so I good. fucking love that it's game so, so much. Oh, I, I gotta check it out. Oh, it's it's so my good. Like, most popular AP of all time, other than the Ghostbusters game. The Ghostbusters LA game. But that was, was a one shot, so it's a little uh, different. Yeah. yeah. That was our all first right. AP. GM uh, and player win. Shall I do it? Sure. Do yeah. you think? From Zombie at Heart. Yeah. Um, Hello, Happy Jacks. I'm writing in to talk about my last D&D session and our amazing DM. Amazing! What? I wasn't DMing that game. I don't know. <laughs> the charm gets That's really weird. excited every time you say it like that, Tappy. They're like, Tappy Amazing! We did a Tappy Amazing! <laughs> it's like a thing. Awesome. Well, yeah. Remember how drunk I was then? Trademark. I do. I remember. I was... <laughs> but just barely, because I was also pretty drunk. <laughs> Uh, Me and two other players were involved in a town festival, which was secretly a ritual to keep away the shadow dimension or some such. Awesome. Or some such. I'm 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 totally bought into this. (laughs) We we had decided we had been jerked around enough and refused to complete the ritual. (laughs) Well, it turned out that the mayor's daughter had hoped for just that and was conducting her own counter-ritual. It doesn't say counter-ritual, but (laughs) it felt felt appropriate. (laughs) To merge the two worlds so that she could be reunited with her father. Oh. Battle ensued as she began overflowing with dark energies. That's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we fought a few rounds until her mother and sister tried to pull us away, begging not to kill her. I am playing my drow sorcerer and finally had a brilliant idea. We had seen her father's portrait in the library and town hall, so I decided to cast an illusion to disguise myself as him. Ah. Nothing could go wrong with this. No. Kind of aligned well. I walk over and put my hand on her shoulder and tell her, It's okay, Angel. You did it. You saved me. My GM thought this was such an incredible idea, she doesn't even ask for a deception roll. She just says the wind dies down and the dark energy leaves her. My party members destroy the ritual stone and she hugged her father and I stroked her hair. Okay, it got a little weird there at the end. Uh, The onlooking town members cheered and applauded as we stood victorious. I personally want to thank my DM, Vivian, for being such an awesome GM. Yes. She hasn't been uh, game mastering very long, but we've all had such a great time with her games. And I promise I will take the GM seat so you can play eventually. Thank you, Happy Jacks, and may the rolls be with you. So, do you guys remember The Young Ones? It's a British show where mm-hmm. it was like in the eighties, and was and there's Vivian, who's the guy with the giant mohawk who hit every, who like headbutted everything. Do you guys remember no, that? No, I don't remember. Oh uh, yeah. damn it! 
Okay, um, I just totally like that's okay. dated myself. There's a great <laughs> PS on here though. Oh yeah? I told my party that the spell only lasts for ten minutes <laughs> and I don't have an exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. My GM ends the game right as our big bad sees her father's face evaporate, <laughs> leaving behind a very nervous-looking drow. I don't expect this to end well, and nor should you, but that's fucking that's brilliant. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So I think we should drink to a new GM who's doing a fucking awesome job. Vivian. Yes. Cheers. Vivian. Vivian. To a female GM. I am personally very happy about that. Hot dog. Okay. You guys need to watch the young ones. Okay. Have you you've watched what we do in shadows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> flight of you know Flight of the Concords? Yeah. I totally have. You know Flight of the Concords? Yeah? No, he doesn't. You know that either? You're fine. I think so. Get out. They're like a comedy group. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, much of the cast best from movie. Must, much yeah. of the cast from Flight of the Concords did a movie that is a documentary about the vampire scene. In New Zealand. Okay, so remember, I was off grid for four years. Yeah, mm. no, yeah, yeah, that's about the time that you would yeah. have missed. Yeah. You have to go find this. It's a film. It's a it's movie. Amazing. I have. I missed four years of media, movies, TV yeah. shows, fucking everything. I think it's older than that. It's, it's older, but than it is. I actually it, need it to sit down around. and watch it because I've seen pieces of it, but I haven't actually seen it end to end. I've seen all of it. What is this but called? Like what we, what do, we do in, in the shadows. shadows. Yeah, it's and like, it's about the vampire scene. Yes. In, New in, in New Zealand, Zealand. And so vampire role playing, no, or no, 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 vampire clubs, real vampires. Like Actual, it's a mockumentary mo- about no, real vampires. vampires. Okay. so not like goth clubs where they pretend to be vampires. No, no it's no, about no. four vampires who share uh, a flat, and and their lives. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so into this. It's yeah, so I'm so into this already. It's will, absolutely. Oh my God, so I can't hard. even. I can't even describe yeah. how into this yeah. I am. It's and so by the way, that would be an also an amazing Vampire the Masquerade yes. game. Yes, yeah, where right. you're not like a millionaire or anything. You're yeah. like four vampires who share a flat. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. have to have like day jobs, but you can't fucking <laughs> oh, get anything like really real. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm you're dying. Like a bouncer at a club. I'm, yeah. I'm dying to run a werewolf game where the the pack is like a band. It's like, it like a punk band. Oh, and, oh my god, they're, they're like, so good. Oh, what is what are the 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 bonars? They're like yeah, fucking bonar yeah. punks. <laughs> yeah, and they're I and am they're in. I am in the trying to not like they want to be on stage and not wolf out in the middle of like. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fun oh, stuff in that. Are you gonna set it in like 1979? Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to play the bass player. Yeah. Oh man, I want to oh, play the drummer. God. It's it's basically it's like Josie and the Pussycats, I'll but the but like but terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this has to be a thing. Uh, oh my this god, this has to happen. Be a lot I would totally, I, I would totally play the drummer in that. Okay. All right. I'm good. trying to think of a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> Something not wolf related. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Cannot be oh, wolf no, related. No. No. Laser um, Pretty heroes. <laughs> Big white castanet. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> immediately you want to name the band like Howling of the Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but you can't. No, no, <laughs> no, I mean, you can't do no that. No reference to wolves, moon, howling. No. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. The right. human humans who are human. Cat, cat scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The human band. Yeah. <laughs> the totally the human. Yeah, totally the, the human definitely band. normal humans <laughs> of the human band. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah. so good. Oh, jeez. 
Right. It's oh going, god, my liver. Yeah, you know the document I was saying earlier with the upcoming games. This is going on it like when I get home. You're oh, you're official. Oh shit! Now I have to do it. Yeah, now I have to oh run god. it. Yeah. All right, I have to go learn how to run werewolf. Here, he right there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the, I like the, the 20th new anniversary ones. Are They're really fantastic. good. They're really, They're really good. good. Yeah. I, see, I like I, there was there was like the old world of darkness and the new world of darkness that I liked a lot, and then this, this came out, which is old world new again. And yeah. like I don't even know what version. It's, 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 it's they organized. Said the themes, the themes of the old world of darkness with better mechanics. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, it cleaned up in all in one book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All together. Really nice. Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay. That's all you need. Well, just just this tiny volume. Just that tiny um, <laughs> wafer thin volume. <laughs> wafer thin. <laughs> to be it's fair, boring. you are used to PBTA, so it's yeah. a little bit like, like here's my one sheet of yeah. mechanics for yeah. this entire yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, like, like <laughs> it's, it's seriously like yeah. Six, yeah. six pages. Oh, and by the way, half that book is actual rules. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did come from Shadowrun, so okay. I played every edition of Shadowrun. Oh, you should see the. Oh, man, you did, see, you, did you hear about my, my second edition game that I want to run? Uh-uh. I'll tell you about that. All right. You should see my main. The Awakening book. It's probably another oh, yeah. I played half me. inch thicker than oh, that. Oh, the 20th edition one? Yeah, I have yeah. that one too. It's oh, wow. huge. Because they right. got to list all the spells. Well, yeah. not just the spells, but they have to give oh, you a bunch God. of examples of how to take all of the. What are they, they're not, well, they're not called disciplines. What are they called? The, uh, the yeah, spheres? Um, the spheres. Yeah. Yeah. And how, here's how you. Cause and it, how they mix together and bullshit. And that's, yeah. and that's hard to. Yeah, and to then ha- the rotes. You here are sample rotes yeah, that yeah. you can use, or you can make rotes like this, right? Or you right. just but, literally do anything. If you are in this tradition, this rote might look like this thing. But if you're in this tradition, you'll probably use this other rote that does a similar thing but slightly different. And I'm actually shocked the book isn't as thick as ch- the the Hero Sixth Edition book. Oh my god, right. yeah. which is. Like that, that much. Of it. But Hero Sixth Edition is literally all rules. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's zero setting. Yeah. It, it yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. It's yeah. All rules, rules, and an index. Thank God. <laughs> the index yeah. is that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the tagline to that instead of limited by your imagination, some rules. It's like here's all the fucking rules. Good luck with your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zazamon Sixth is two books, but it's two big books, and yeah. one of which is the size of and a freaking. I just I just uh, got a new it, game yeah. that is two books that are. 350 plus pages Jesus each. What game is that? It's called The Genesis. And it's it's wow. a, um, a post-apocalyptic game, but it is a German game. So oh. it is oh. it is the one I was oh, telling you about. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's Central European based. Uh, it's not the I think like the, Genesis. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Not, FFG Genesis is different. Yeah, okay. That's this not is, that thick. I was going to say, <laughs> holy crap. One, one of the things that, that happens, especially with us in America, is mm-hmm. we get very... Uh, Anglocentric with our games, yes. sure. and this one is very s- Central Europe nice. centric. Cool, um, but it has it has a bunch of interesting mechanics in it. Uh, whole it's a really interesting setting, and um, there the first edition of it you can't find anymore except for like this mostly blank PDF that is mostly rules, mm. um, and then the second edition of it, which is completely different rules. Uh, the first edition rules were ones I was telling you about, where mm-hmm. it's it's two d ten. Roll under a number, but the difficulty you have to roll over. Okay. Um, but the the second edition rules are it's a dice pool, uh, so you have dice pool of d sixes, and you have a number of d sixes equal to mm-hmm. your attribute plus stat. Um, roll a four plus, but if you roll a six, you get a trigger, and the trigger can be used to do other things. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting. It it sounds I haven't played it yet because I just got it, but it sounds kind of like if you've uh, played the Malifaux tabletop game. 
I have not. You've heard mm-hmm. it. Um, if you if you have certain suits and it's a card based oh. mechanic, oh, okay. if you have certain suits, you can trigger a power to do something. Oh. And that's what this kind of feels like. So it's cool. it's kind of reactive to what you you roll. Nice. But uh, the the art in it is fantastic. Really. And I said last time I was on that I didn't fucking care about art. Right. And I don't need art. <laughs> Neither do I. Because the first the first one the first book that I found has no art in it. But the second edition, holy fuck, the art's amazing. Uh, see, so the Genesis is really, like, you guys need to look it up. Cool. Um, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, Hive Mind says, uh, no, no. Uh, Bobcat says, tell Stu FFG is doing a Lovecraft-themed game with their chicken scratch narrative dice. God, I can't oh. even imagine the crazy dice for that thing. It's going to be a D13. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Only four faces have numbers on them. Yeah. yeah. And then two faces have a the beer elder bottle sign. on them. The elder sign. And then, yeah. And then there's the elder sign, and that means you go crazy. But right. And it's up to the GM to decide how you go crazy. Yeah. yeah. But then there are other ones that have an eye on them, and that determines you. You discover something about the Cthulhu Mythos, that, but you multiply that number by the number of Cthulhu signs. Yeah. He's, ma- roll. Oh, He's then, making a fucking dad joke. Yeah. It's going to be called Entrails of Cthulhu. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god damn it <laughs> Northman Brandon wants to be very clear um, Yeah it's chicken entrails dice Come on guys <laughs> It is chicken entrails yeah. Alright let's, All right. let's call it Alright yeah. we're calling that, it what? Yeah. Oh, Come on I can totally do another hour <laughs> Thank you for joining us for season 21 Episode 4 of Happy Jacks of Cast. RPG podcast. Yeah. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. I'm Jason. This is Happy. Thank you very much for joining us and join us at the next convention. Uh, tomorrow we're playing L5R, our second session. Yeah. Check and out uh, happyjacks.org slash schedule for all our upcoming stuff. Or schedule if you're from England. Yeah, it's spelled the same. It's fine. Right. Yeah. It's spelled the same, ironically. For one. And also uh, February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, Strategicon. Orcon 2018 will be there. Come and join us. Buy us beer. Buy us beer. Or we'll buy you beer. Uh, no. Some of us. Uh, 8 p.m. on Saturday, we're going to be doing a live show there. Try, we're going to try to stream it. See what happens. Yeah, what could go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> Hotel Wi Fi is always fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Thank you very much. We'll leave yeah. the song. Just to your lads, a curse on your head, drinking pint after pint.
floor makes a terrible stink. What is this steam that makes me want to drink? Drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. There's tea and that's a curse on your head. Drinking fine after fine until I am dead. I just keep drinking and I don't know why. But tonight is the night that I drink till I die. Bum, 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 bum.